exactly every one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic jackets on the record albums have their own Welcome to another edition of the Adam Dunn Show. I am your host, Adam Dunn, and this is a special Thursday edition. We've never done a Thursday edition. This is first time. Uh, because we have some cannabis royalty in the house today. And uh, if you haven't read, have you, I'm sure if you're here, you're, you're here because of this, because you would have never tuned in on the Adam Dunn Show on a Thursday. So we have in the studio, live, for the first time, Mr. Chem Dog himself, G and P-Bud, the crew, the wrecking crew, the new wrecking crew for Colorado. This is, I'd have to say, from uh, the East Coast to here, you guys are making waves. And, uh, well, also, you're here because this is like a, this is like a pilgrimage, I guess. Uh, got the Dead & Co. is on tour. All my, I mean, basically, today has been felt like I was on Shakedown Street. I had my friends rolling in, uh, coming in, driving up from Albuquerque, making their stop here on their way to up there. And then you guys rolled in. So I'm, okay. I'm feeling the energy already. So welcome to the studio, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Adam. Of course. And then also we got um, Stephen Chang hanging out with us, and we got Telly and Max, all from Incredibles, the Incredible Crew, and uh, we will be chatting with them. I mean, uh, we talk about them every week on the show, obviously, because they are sponsoring my show. We'll be talking about the new exciting uh, collabs coming up with all these guys in the room and how that all came to play. Um, Before we do that, though, we're just going to go back in time because that is like what, you know what it's all about when you get to with friends, especially old friends. And, uh, you know, this, this, uh, this is a pretty amazing journey. I think we've all, we've all been through one of the, did you ever think 27 years ago that you'd be back here doing something like you guys are doing now? A hundred percent. No. <laughs> Same answer. <laughs> I mean, because we had a pretty exciting show. I think the first time we had you on the show, which was a while ago, I think that was about, I, yeah, I just called years. in that yeah. time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you weren't physically in the show, but you were, I mean, that, that to me was one of the more exciting shows just because I really felt like we were um, connecting some old, you know, connecting the dots with some people because one of the things about cannabis, uh, especially when you get to the, you know, we're not going to say the top of the game because there's the, the, hopefully it's, the ceiling is empty, right? Because you wanna, we want to keep going further. We, wanna, we don't want to only think we're, nobody wants to rest on their laurels and think they've made it to the top because there's a door, we got a doorbell. We got doorbell action going on. Aha, there he is. Wow, we have Green Buffalo, or sorry, uh, Buffalo in the house, Buffalo in the house. Um, so uh, when you guys were, uh, like I said, well, well, let's go back to the original story because like when we t- had you on the show the first time, one of the things was, uh, you know, we fe- I felt like I was breaking ground there, but then I've also seen it kind of, the story's been told a bunch, you know, and it's, it's, it is, you know, the, the sort of the crux of the whole thing. So we might as well, Knock that out of the park in the beginning because, uh, again, like I said, this is, it, it's, it's now, you know, I think the thing we figured out on our show was 
it's not Cam Dog, it's Cam Dog. And that was the one thing that kind of cleared up. We had to clear that one up because JJ and his dog run was, you know, we wanted to clear it all up. But on this, let's just kind of go back to 27 years ago when you guys first met. And uh, I'll let you guys kind of narrate the story because, you know, it's, uh, it's a great one because it's, one of the, it's just a simple story, but the simple story has turned into such a major thing. So let's, uh, let's start with you, Peabody, because you were definitely the... Yeah, I'll start. Um, the, the guy with the story. Summer of 91, <clears throat> my buddy Joe B and I uh, were just walking downtown, and a friend of ours just basically was like, I came across this bud called Dog Bud. Joe always had money, so he kind of sought him out, and we bought, Joe bought, I think, a pound and a half total. And this is back when pounds weren't cheap either. This is not, not the cheap. <laughs> no <laughs> idea what he paid for yeah, it, but yeah. uh, the amount of money we sold it for on Dead Tour, we definitely made our money back. Yeah, I, no <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh, but back then, this this was called Dog Bud because what I was told is after you smoke it, you rolled over like a dog. Mm-hmm. It was so strong. We had never seen anything like it before. We were smoking a lot of pea bud. Uh, we did have a hash plant strain that we were smoking that was phenomenal that's still around called the Puck. Uh, but this dog bud was, I had never seen anything like it. Just the strength of it, the smell. Um, and, was the, and was the story that it was Oregon-based or something like that? Or was, was yeah, there... I, well, years later we kind of, uh, my friend Rob down in Crested Butte talked to the guy that brought it into town and he thought it came from the Camas Valley in Oregon. So mm-hmm. that's all I know. It's funny because a lot of guys in Oregon that I know, when you're talking to them, they start talking about strains. There's always like, they think it started there and you're like, wait a minute, no, no, that one definitely did not. You know what I mean? And it was yeah. like, because it seems like Oregon gets in its own little, it's in its own little bubble sometimes. Yeah, for sure. But uh, go ahead. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, we... Uh, we got it. Uh, it was right before Dead Tour. Uh, we took it. Most people in Crested Butte were really pissed that we took it on Dead Tour. I think we took a pound maybe and kind of busted it out at the first night at Deer Creek. Uh, I still remember it. We just said kind bud. Back then, there was not a lot of <clears throat> weed. It kind of dropped, dried up uh, in the summertime. Uh, not too many people were going indoors, so all the outdoor kind of dried up by that time, uh, and everyone was just waiting for the next fall harvest. Uh, 86 was absolutely insane. There was no weed, I remember, that summer at all. Sure, uh, that was like the height of the fucking anti-weed drug war situation. Yeah, because yeah, I graduated 87, and I remember it was getting... It's one of the reasons I left America. I was like, yeah. this place blows. <laughs> there ain't nothing happening right now. It's like it was Good call. Good call, but um, yeah, and I wasn't even smoking anything that year. But we brought on Dead Tour, busted it out at the first night Deer Creek, just said kind bud, and we had a line of people within 15 minutes of 20 people. Um, we sold just eighths, and uh, Chem Dog was one of the guys that we sold, sold a couple too. Uh, and uh, yeah, I. I, I guess you can take it from there. <laughs> yeah, I bought two eights from him at sixty bucks a pop. Wow! And yeah. I was like, "Damn, that's some expensive." Bud. <laughs> but uh, I was seven, eighteen, and I just graduated high school, so that was my first summer tour. 
dead tour. And um, I bought the two A's, and I luckily got kept in touch, asked for their phone number. If I never did that, I probably wouldn't be sitting here right yeah, now. Yeah, and then so. we left, <clears throat> I think, a half pound back in Crested Butte, so um, good thing we did. And I got in touch with them in, at the end of tour, and they ended up getting some back to me, mm-hmm. along with people. But it was an ounce of weed, of an ounce of chem that I got. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of mismatched stories. It was an ounce of chem that they sent back. Right. And um, that was 500 bucks. I was like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, you guys are killing me. Jersey guys. <laughs> um, and uh, there were 13 seeds in that bag. The fateful 13. The faithful 13. And 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 I, I remember when we were talking last time that you guys did get mails out of that and just didn't think first, about it. I only got one that I remember. Or got it was a like mail. The first like, four, yeah, and I yeah. chucked it. I was eighteen years old. Right, right. Like, no, and, and, and now in your mind, it's like, ah, that was the one. I mean, yeah. just <laughs> it could have been the one for at least to keep the to keep the line sort of in in in, in house without having to. I know wait to keep, this long. I know they kept the the females at least. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, I did that. And what was the success rate on those thirteen C's? Like, what was your what was your keepers, and how many did you? Uh... Well, the first four was the chem original sister and the chem original chem dog, mm-hmm. which is the ninety one AK, the skunk VA cut, right? If you want the the one that's but the one that has been named yeah. many names, right? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, as and then I stopped, you know, in uh, two thousand, I started more of the seeds, and that was when the chem D came up. Mm-hmm. That's when the chem D started, right? And there was a couple others that weren't that good, and then I sent the last four to. Joby and Peabud, and that's where the Chem 4 came chem and the Chem 3, one, one, 1, 2, and 3. Two and three. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, that's good. So you had a pretty good success rate on those yeah, four. Yeah, so for sure. Like, like, we're keeping them all at that point. For sure. <laughs> um, so you remember when the... Uh, when Jason King's Canna Bible came out, right? And and he had his description of the chem in there. And it was a really weird description yeah. that didn't really seem to jive with any other story that I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, like, I had to get back and try to get in touch with him in that, but it really was a hard, it never... Yeah, all that bullshit about yeah. growing chem, why? Like, like because uh, his whole story was that the plant didn't like to be grown organically. Like, it refused to do it. You know what I mean? It would, it would be terrible when it was organic, but when it was grown with chemicals, it was, which really gave it a bad rap, in my opinion. That's yeah. Like, that's not a good, first of all, it doesn't make any sense because, you know, most plants. Uh, there was a lot of mis- mismatched stuff in that. Yeah. And, well, sure. and, uh, and then also. I mean, back in the day, were you really thinking about the, I mean, because a lot of, I think we're all the same generation, and one of the things back then was, you know, you kind of, as a guy who sold weed, you wanted people to know you're selling weed, but you actually didn't want every, you know, you didn't want to leave too big of a trail, right? So you had to, like, kind of do something to separate yourself, but at the same time, be a little bit selective and not not label everything with branding and stuff. Like, nowadays, it's the opposite. Um, but but in the day, did you ever um, so with the cam the cam moniker? Let's say not not the plant itself, but was that before, after, during? How did that come up? How did that? Who who's the one who mentioned that? Because you said you, you got the cam, but was it he was he calling it cam before it came to you? Or? Yeah, he told me. Yeah, Go ahead, Mike. Basically, uh, when we got the dog bud, I mean we were young too. We were like they must have pumped this full of so many chemicals because of the fuel smell. Mm-hmm. So we kind of started calling it chemweed. Uh, you know, you got that chemweed, chemweed, chemweed. Gotcha. Uh, so so I combined them both. Combined them. Right. So so that came from it came from the first time I laid started the plants. I called it chem dog because I just I was like, you know, because probably we were calling you it were chem calling chemweed, yeah. And, and, I said, and you told me the story about the dog. So I roll around like right. a dog. So I was like, let's call it chem dog. Well, there you go. And that's <laughs> so that, that's what you know. That was my take on that. Sure. Sure, as all the real stories are, 
they're as simple as it gets. You know what I mean? There's not too much crazy thought. Oh, so many behind. people read into this stuff. It's crazy. They think that the seed they weren't or that I never even got the seed. There's so many stories out there. It's so funny. Created strictly with chemicals. Yeah, there was no nature involved in this plant whatsoever. <laughs> Couple beakers, you know, <laughs> straight off tour. Decided to make weed. Fuck all this other chemicals. <laughs> Fuck all these other drugs. Let's just make weed. You know what I mean? <laughs> Let's see if we can crack that code. Um, but so. You know, another thing about, I mean, having a strain that's this old and because I have a couple that are in the same time frame and it's like, it's a struggle to keep them alive, a happy, uh, safe, not mixed up, not mixed up. Did, did you have, do you have any moments in time where you were like, literally didn't have it at all and you had to go back to square one or yeah. you've been through those, those well, horrible things? I mean, I know, I understand there might've been a certain time period in your life when that happened, but in general, was it like, there like was just, always something that had the backup, you know, like yeah. Ben and like, uh. Skunk VA, it kind of we had lost it at one point, and they kind of rekindled it back into the picture mm-hmm. for us. When I was just doing the D at that point, and they were when I lost the Camp ninety one at that point, I was doing more of the D, and mm-hmm. they kind of brought it back and got it back. Sure, and that's one of those things that like uh, you know live and learn, I guess. As growers get older, they you know they I think everybody's lost something. I mean, if you, you know, usually there's something along the way which you were like, damn, you know. You thought you left it with the right person. You come back and it's like, oh, dude, when I forgot to transplant it or whatever bullshit story. Um, But I always find that to be one of those things where, like, it's it's such a task that people don't understand, especially when you're trying to keep a lot of lines going. That's uh, that's it can be a struggle. Did did you? um, Especially back in in those days of course because everything's got you know you couldn't just tell anybody about it either Mm. people that you did tell usually your circle of friends had the you know Mm -hmm. had had the backups yeah and like you said uh i mean we uh with like skunk va and stuff like that people like that that could grow it well too that's the problem too if you give it to the wrong person they can degenerate what you've all the work you've done give it back to you and you're like what? what the hell happened here? You know, it would take you cycles, multiple cycles to get it back to where it is. Um, so, do you, so do you grow with chemicals or do you grow mostly organic? What's your what's your preference as far as like what's your style? You're just a real easy grower. I mean, I tell, don't give all your secrets, of course, but are you a, a simple guy? I'm gonna or? throw it out on the table right now, Adam. I haven't grown since I got in trouble about four years, oh, five true. years ago. Okay, well that's 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 fair. <laughs> I'm enough. not gonna lie. Fair um, I have. Well, how was your? What was your organics? Uh, so you were organic. more organic. Yep. Okay, great. Never grown water in my life. That's amazing because you know everybody would assume just Never. from the name and from the I, from the, the all the misnomer stories that. Believe were Believe it or there. not, I was I was an Earth Juice guy. Okay. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I kind of smelled it on you when you first Earth came in. I was already like, is that Earth patchouli? Juice. I got some patchouli vibe. Because back in the day with Earth Juice, I used to just tell people when I first got it, I was like, dude, this literally smells like they just like, it's like hippie juice straight up because it came into Amsterdam and it was like, you opened it up and it had that vibe where you were like, that is some funky hippie <laughs> shit right there. Especially in like around 91, 92, those years, it was a different... Like now, if you smell it, it doesn't it's smell. It. It's totally different. Like the product, you're like, well, no, definitely back in the day, it was, it was there was yeah. some more hippie magic going in, there. and it worked a lot better too. I, I have to say. Um, so, and and you're and you're pretty much going hydro though, right? These days, or or uh, production wise, I guess it's mostly hydro. At, in, at Incredibles, or your or cocoa. my home, just um, in general. Your uh, home on cocoa and mm-hmm. and um, Botanica and a couple other things, but yeah. Sure, and then. Easy. Yeah, and I mean, here in this state, 
cocoa is really nice because of the dryness and stuff. It doesn't affect any. Like I always had problems in Holland with it because it was so wet anyway. And then you it's get, pretty consistent. And then you'd have this really wet medium, and then you'd never, you you never, you know, they never had a break. You know, there's never a break there. Whereas here, you can kind of feel like there's some capillary action happening. It's not just sitting there stagnant. Um, so uh, on, so now you're kind of like. Uh, are you, when you see people, I mean, this is another thing. I, I get the same question all the time, so I like to ask it uh, to other uh, growers and recognized uh, people out there. When people use your stuff, uh, and, as, and as we've seen over the years, there's plenty of people who have. Um, is there? Is, how many of them have really been like part of the original? Because they're, the whole idea of the the chem family now is kind of becoming again real you know what i mean because we can all stand up and you know who's part of what yeah. but back in the day it was like it's definitely more smoke and mirrors and uh, i mean i know people ran with your material and, and do you, did you did you ever have any like blowback from any of those things or did you ever like get any get any buddy who ever actually came forward and said hey you know what I'm working with your thing because I never, I've literally never had a sort one single person come to me and say, hey, "I'm going to work with your thing," and here's a stack of cash. Thanks a lot. <laughs> never happened. You know what I mean? Over the years, we've traded things back and forth and kept care, you know, took care of each other. But there's never been that uh, because I mean, you were out of out of circulation for so long, in a sense. Yeah. But at the same time, your 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 stuff is being used by so many down the line. Um, a few people have definitely kicked down. You know, um, I'm gonna Duke Diamond definitely was mm-hmm. really good. Actually, he was probably been the nicest one out there under the whole out of everybody. To be honest with you guys, true, true that, straight, yeah, well, straight up on that. For sure, he's good. Um, I'll be straight on that one. Um, uh, besides that, I've only gotten a few packs of seeds here and there from a few of the other guys. Right, right. <laughs> well, welcome so, to the club. Welcome to the club. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's definitely not as easy. And there's a few other guys that I don't want to even give the time of day to and won't even mention their names on here. So. Sure, sure. And I appreciate that, too. Yeah. Because I, and it's been part of the, you know, it's like one of those things where I, I, I sometimes, you know, I just close my eyes to it also. Like if I see. Yeah, you got to. I like, try not to have no drama. What no are you going to do? But occasionally when there's something where you can actually throw your two cents in and just to, like take it out from under them and be like, well, that's, A, it's not the real thing. Yeah, it's, it's awesome when they make shit with the fake, with the with not even real cuts. I think it's awesome. Right, because then it's like, you, you, you just they just laid out the rope, you know yeah. what I mean? And pretty much yeah. you're like, you just put that really real. Let me just mention, by the way, it has nothing to do with my thing. Um, you know, the uh, this industry, though, is changing rapidly, right? I mean, it's, it's crazy. Like, blows me away, because I... I Came here in Colorado about eight years ago, nine years ago now, and in those in that time frame, this state's transformed. And I watch in California, and I'm watching all the other states. But you're you're coming out of Mass now. Yeah, I'm in Mass. Uh, are you going to be? Is there something going on where it's part of? Uh, like you got? Something? We're wrecking Mass, but yeah. I'm just nah. I'm not doing any of them. I'm Team Incredibles at the moment. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. <laughs> yo yo. We got some more buffalomers loaming in, rolling in. <laughs> cool, cool. Um, so, so what, what's the, what is it? What is it like there, though? Because Massachusetts seemed like they took a pretty bold step compared to other states. Yeah, we're wreck. We just started July first, but there's no places open to buy any weed yet there. There's not a not official he, only medical he, stuff. Only so. medical still, yeah, because they just didn't get the licensing and the distribute you know the distributors and the deliveries, so no one can deliver the stuff, and it's it's a mess. Yeah. Right. They're hoping by September 1st you'll be able to go and get something there. Crazy. Recreational. And 
Yeah, because isn't it weird? Because I grew up a little bit in New England too, and it's really strange to see, like you know, you expect it in California at some certain point. And, but whenever I'm driving back through New England and I've seen dispensaries and, I, and it just kind of, it, it always, because a lot of them are in these like little funky old houses and stuff because that's what New England has, you know what I mean? You don't have the, these, you know, brick and mortar that are really nice unless you're downtown and some, you know, in Boston or something like that. But for the most part, you know, Rhode Island, these like, you'd be like, okay, so this is the spot, you know what I mean? You roll up. Um, but I feel like if once it happens properly there, it's like it's the place that needed it the most. Too, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like they have the biggest opium crisis going on there, and it's just like it's kind of crazy to see how like when I the last show at Boston that I was at, which will be coming up at the end of the month this month, the uh, Canacon. It was like weird because it was like we were when we were sitting out front, we're all smoking rigs out in front, right in front of the place, which is also weird right away. <laughs> And then, but then there's junkies everywhere fucking passed out all over the place. I'm like, well, this is just like Amsterdam in 1990. This is literally like when I first moved to Amsterdam. It was like, that was the vibe then. They didn't give a fuck. People just everywhere. Um, you know, have you seen, you've seen like, I mean, obviously you're... What, you're I'm not you're towards in, Boston. I'm more of, a, you know, on the western side of the Mass. And right. it's, uh, it's way different. It's way chill. Okay. That's <laughs> well, good to hear. It's good not to hear. like the city. It's good to hear. But actually, I mean, it's really affecting places that are like that, too, though, that are just like, the, well, there's nothing to do. That the nothing to do towns, you yeah. know? Um, with the, so now that you guys are here, the part of, the, part of this uh, coming to this, not just to come to the Dead & Co., but also you're here to, to pretty much bring official cam dog and Bud. yeah that's why i'm here to colorado Let's back right? that up i'm here to bring that to colorado i didn't come for the dead company i came for the <laughs> it was a good bonus bring, it was that's a, a bonus added but you know i come to bring the, the the chem stuff to the people in colorado and i mean this has obviously been you know work in progress because you guys are about to launch properly this is happening this this weekend or is this is this yeah. the first official yeah. uh, tomorrow tomorrow get ready Friday the 13th, too. What a great yeah, day. What, perfect, a, what a perfect, perfect day. day. <laughs> it's, all, it's all coming together, right? Um, so let's, let's talk a little bit about that because uh, one of our sponsors for the show, which we'll get into. We'll get into our sponsorship later because now we've got, we got two of them in the room already. So it's, we can talk about it officially when, with them direct. But in general, uh, you guys have linked up with uh, Incredibles, which is where we have Mr. The ambassador here himself, <laughs> Mr. Chang. So why don't you tell us a little bit how that all kind of came about? Uh, yeah, so the connection with Peabody and I actually happened in the summer of 2014. I uh, took a short hiatus from the uh, cannabis industry here in Colorado, and I went out to uh, Sonoma County, California, uh, and grew weed with my older brother, and we went to the Santa Rosa High Times Cup. And we went to the awards ceremony, and I was standing behind a guy, hat on, I was actually trying to remember all the details earlier, hat on, taking pictures, so I couldn't see anyone's face. And I was just standing behind him, reading his t-shirt, which was all about Chemdog. You know, like last scene, Deer Creek 91, it had all those notes, right? The, the milk carton t-shirt. Yep, yep, and uh, I'm laughing, I'm reading it, my older brother's next to me who actually saw The Grateful Dead. So I'm like, man, look, read this t-shirt, it's hilarious. So the person that I am in general, uh, just in networking, I tap him on the shoulder and uh, just tell him, hey, you got a cool shirt. He turns around 
And I was like, oh shit, I know who you are. I was like, you're P-Bud Mike. And uh, that's how we met. And we kind of talked about, I was like, you know, I used to live in Colorado. I'm thinking about working for Incredibles. And then he was like, yeah, I know Incredibles. My wife loves Incredibles. And, you know, we just kind of talked about life. And we exchanged numbers that day. And I uh, came back to Colorado to see what Incredibles was building. Um, it was kind of the start of where we are today. It was, uh, you know, I came back to Colorado. I got to visit with Bob Esquino, the president, who I've never met before. Um, I've met Rick Scarpello, the CEO, briefly um, right before I decided to leave Colorado. And after that meeting, I hit Peabody up. He knew I was in town, and he came down to my hotel, and we talked a little bit more about the industry, and we talked about, you know, the po what would it be like if he got badged and the opportunity. And we talked about Incredibles again and kind of what they were laying out for the future. I, I always used Incredibles my entire life since 2010. My entire life. I, I, should, I, got, I got a little confused. My entire time in the cannabis industry. So 2010 is, you know, is when I started and I, Incredibles and a bunch of companies all started around the same time. And it's a big part of my life since then. And I really thought their platform was the best in the industry for an infused products company. You know, I watched them all grow. Mm -hmm. And the consistency just in the product line made me think, well, there, there has to be consistency within the core that's, you know, or this product wouldn't be as good as it is. So anyways, fast forward, you know, I moved back to Colorado and I got to introduce P-Bud to Max Eisler, who's here who's our director of cannabis. Um, and pretty much from that point, it was really just time. You know, we, we all had to be patient as we were building out the future of our recreational cultivation facility. And with, when that went online is when we were able to bring Peabody in. Mm -hmm. um, and that was over a year ago now, right? Almost two. Almost, almost two. So in that whole time, you know, we're... We're working through compliance, through metric. Uh, you know, we were able to get the 91, the D, and the 4 in uh, <laughs> compliantly. And we started, you know, vegging them out and getting them into flour, you know, getting the moms healthy. And, you know, in, that, in the facility that we're in, you know, it's, it's huge. It's a big grow. It's the biggest grow that I was ever a part of so far. And so we've just been stockpiling these genetics um, and then telly who's here, Ryan Hubble, our lab manager and his team, have been extracting all of this product with, and this is the great thing about Incredibles, we have our own engineered closed loop system, hydrocarbon uh, system um, extraction that Max and Ryan and Derek Cummings, who we wanted to be here, he's our creative director, founder of Incredibles, um, you know, they have a patented machine and these guys and a couple of their other friends, they just, you know, they believe in making really good hash and really good oil. That's kind of the bottom line at Incredibles, and we we're able to make all these great products. But anyways, with these guys, we were able to, you know, make a deal and officially launch, you know, this ChemDog line, you know, with all the cultivation, all the genetics being overseen by Peabud and the grow team and, you know, 
So here we are, Dead & Company weekend, which is great. Adds a mystique to mm -hmm. it, you mm -hmm. know? It's just kind of a weird thing going on. And Friday the 13th. Yeah, don't forget Friday the, the don't 13th. Don't forget Friday the 13th. You know? <laughs> I'm always yeah. stoked whenever. And then I was like, damn, I'm not even going to do my show on Friday the 13th. And mm -hmm. I was all pumped up for it because I thought you were coming. It's going to be the Friday the 13th show. But then I was like, oh, well, fuck it. We'll do the 12th. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, you couldn't have picked a better company for sure. And that's the thing is, like, I, I think with Incredibles, I've always, as we talk about them every week, the main thing I tell everybody is it's about consistency, consistency, consistency. And the only way to do that is you got to know your inputs. Your inputs means you got to grow your own fucking weed. If you're not growing your own fucking weed, you're not a real fucking company, in my opinion. You're just, you're just, you know, working off whatever's there. You're, you're going to be like this. There's no way you could be consistent, you know. And so. Even even as a grower, you know that you're going to have a summer crop and a winter crop. There, there's a little inconsistencies there. So imagine when you're talking about different strains and different fucking everything, you know. So so I feel like you, you know you guys landed at the perfect place. Huh? We got a caller. Yo yo, welcome to the Adam Dunn Show. Who we got? Uh, Chance over in Oklahoma. Hey, Chance Tinker, how you doing, my friend? Uh, nothing much. I was going to give you somewhat of an Oklahoma update if you got time. Well, sure, we're in the middle, but we'll do it. Why not? Like, we all want to know what's going on in Oklahoma. Except it sounds like you really sound really depressed. <laughs> like everything changed uh, overnight. Like it went from victory to, oh, and by the way, we didn't fail to mention you can't smoke any weed or, <laughs> or even, uh, no, what's tell? yeah, actually give us the update because I, I, I'm curious to see what the, the latest is. Yeah, so uh, health department had uh, rules on it and came back and concluded that there's no reason to have flowers in dispensaries. So uh, that's actually come to be a funny topic because we're trying to show that it takes a long term for a long time for edibles to kick in. And then, um, you know, just on... Uh, you, you definitely. You, I mean, obviously, okay. obviously, uh, we because we were just talking about Incredibles and edible companies and things like that. I mean, to have an edible only uh, platform is a rough one for for many reasons, <laughs> but uh, definitely for the fact that you know that that is that is somebody who did not do their homework looking into a uh, you know a model that would actually work long term. Yeah, uh, I think the rules still stand right now. Concentrates up to twenty percent max. Yeah, it didn't even make sense. Concentrate. <laughs> so, so they want to make concentrates up to twenty percent, which means that's like bammer weed, basically. Like <laughs> that, so you want to create mid mids. Yeah, mid there's there's weed that's higher than twenty percent. Yeah. <laughs> so what and what is the weed? Do they have a weed cap? Uh, I mean on the. Flower, I would actually need to look into that. I just know some of the highlights of the changes. Uh -huh. uh, also, putting a pharmacist in every dispensary required. That was another a pharmacist. instrumentation on that. Okay, so you need a pharmacist and... Wow, that's amazing. That, so, so that'll limit it down to like three guys. I can actually pull that one off or something, maybe. Yeah, the bill actually changed. Uh, whenever they first came out with the rules, that came with a dispensary manager in charge that basically uh, oversaw everything, and then it came up in question whether the dispensary manager in charge knew contradictions with other medications, which uh, I which? argued that doesn't a doctor make the recommendation and should know the, the contradictions in the first place? Yeah, and, but, and I mean, of all, this, all the substances you're going to be worried about contradictions to medications, cannabis is really not one of them, uh, in, in my opinion. In fact, does anyone in the room know of any contradictions <laughs> that cannabis has? Not that I can pull out of my hat. I mean, it'd be one of those 
you know, it's not like it's an MAO or it's got some weird, you know, other thing that's going to interfere with. I mean, that's the thing. They don't want it to interfere with their pharmaceutical <laughs> shit, basically, is what they're trying to say. Well, that's, that's, yeah. And, and, uh, is this like, an, is this going to be appealed or is this going to be like, is this, what, what stage are we at actually? Because I know that they, they passed it, but at the same time, it seems like they, uh, will get a lot of pushback on that one. Well, earlier this year, we had a teacher strike that really separated our state. And I really think that the parties will start using this as somewhat a ploy to get voters back on their side to get possibly reelected in November. So, actually, we've seen the legislature now come out and say that they need a special session, which just a few weeks ago, our governor said that there's no need for a special session. Hmm. So, uh, now we're in a bind and a little rock and a hard spot. So, uh, that's actually going to be funny to see how we work out of this. Yeah, I mean, the fact that Oklahoma even passed in the first place was pretty shocking, I thought, to a lot of people, just because that now I have no jokes to make anymore, because that used to be my going, that was my, my running joke for like, well, you know, Oklahoma, when they flip, it's over, like, it's done, and I'm like, shit, they flipped, it's not over? Fuck, now what state is am I going to make fun of? <laughs> you know what I mean? That didn't come up with a whole new one. Uh, yeah, I, I was trying to fill, find the bill language on what the cap on the flower is uh, real quick, but I think that's up to, like, uh, I want to say that it's, it's. I want to say fifteen, but I may be wrong on that. It's something low. Wow. So that's like that first, it's but. like a almost. It's almost undoable in a way. It's like you really have to just really try so hard to do that. They're harder than yeah. I mean, to find a fifteen percent or lower THC plant, and then yeah, just I may convert be wrong it on the flower limit, but but it's just uh, funny I'm that the look it up. Twenty percent doesn't make any sense on concentrates. I mean. It's not possible. It's You'd have to cut it. <laughs> exactly. And so then it would become an unsafe product at that point. You know what I mean? Which is... Yeah. Which, I think really they're aiming for big commercial businesses to come in and cap this, but we're still unsure right now. So that's one thing that we're waiting for more or less is August 8th is the next health board, uh, the Oklahoma Health Com- uh, Board mm-hmm. meeting. And we're hoping to hear some kind of validation, whether someone overturns one of their votes, if there's any kind of possibility of that. Mm-hmm. But with the legislature pulling their deal, they could override. So that's actually where we're standing on right now. But August 26th permits start going out to the citizens. <laughs> so that's the date we need to keep an eye, our eyes out for, for Oklahoma. Well, I mean, hopefully it goes in the right direction because the thing is that, you know, you're better off if it didn't pass almost and then you could have, like, rewritten it properly and actually come up with a better Because that's what sucks when they kind of throw it at you. You pass it, and now you're kind of stuck with a shitty deal that needs to be fixed anyway. Um, yeah. And I've never seen the first deal ever be a good one. You know what I mean? Colorado had the same situation. You know, every state that kind of took the bait almost kind of feels yeah. like they kind of got screwed over. You're almost better off to just say, you know what? <laughs> one more year of this sort of medical thing might be better. Not a bad idea. So I kind of recommend that to any, anybody who has a chance, especially with the rec side, too. I mean, it's the same situation. When you switch from medical to rec is when all of a sudden you realize, like, oh, shit, you know, actually, this is not – this is actually set up – they're setting you up to fail, theoretically. Like, if you yeah. – and to beat it, you really have to be pretty fucking on point. Like, and that'll bring us back to what we were talking about before. But thanks for calling in, Chance, because uh, we're in the mid-conversation uh, here. But – uh, we'd love to hear about Oklahoma, of course, and see what the hell's going on with you guys. Okay. Well, I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, anything. no, no. It's uh, fine. It's fine. It's fine. No problem. Anytime, Okay. Bro. Well, thank you, sir. Okay. Talk soon. Mm-hmm. Peace. Okay. Bye. 
Mr. Tinker. Um, so we were talking about Incredibles and how awesome, how incredible they were, <laughs> and the fact that you guys definitely picked the right people to be involved with, and uh, and and again, just like I was saying, kind of saying earlier, is just like the fact that you guys are growing, processing, doing it all in house and and with your own strains and stuff. And so then we got Max, who I've known for the whole time I've been here, pretty much too, and uh, we've watched. <laughs> we've we've been through a lot together. Put it that way. I mean, Indeed, we've been through a lot. So, um, how excited were you to have these guys on board? I'm sure, fucking. I know you. I know. I know the character of you, Max. And to get you excited, this is the kind of thing that we, it's either this or some new vacuum pump or something. Oh, this, <laughs> this was huge. This was you know before I even knew the story. What you had referenced earlier, the can of Bible. Um, that was the extent of what I'd known about it, but I'd known that the 91 was my answer to the whole desert island question. If you were going to be stranded in a place for the rest of your life, what was it going to be? And, um, you know, that decision had been made long before I ever knew these guys. 91 was obviously the weed. So um, it was really cool. Like you had said, there's legends that people talk about in, you know, folklore, so to speak. And, um, and the cannabis industry is young enough that the people that wrote these stories are now can come out of the woodworks and we can share a table and a joint together like right now. So kind of unreal. I mean, really, to tell you the truth, I think that I couldn't be more happy. Sure. Um, there's yeah, no I, other collaboration, I think, of any person or any group of, you know, people that I'd rather be with. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, and you know, in general, I mean, it's just cornerstone sort of material that, you know, one of the things when we do ADSI, as you know, it's all about like, you know, Two weed on the table. Whoever's is better wins, and that's what you. And I think that's what Kim is one of those ones. You know what I mean? It's pretty much rolls in the room, and it's like, ah, oh, shit. People start putting weed away. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> oh well, he's around now. You know what I mean? So, so it's like I think if you if you're if that's your goal, which is kind of you know, uh, it seems it seems that Kim is 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 that perfect plant for a lot of people. Um, and I know his skills as a grower, and I know the, the the guys from Incredibles how passionate they've always been, and and how they are attentive, and it's about details and stuff. And kind of what I was saying earlier, it's like as long as the people who are growing your weed are good growers, then I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? It's like the minute when they start growing it shitty, and giving you a bad name by like, dude, this is terrible. Like, what is this? You know what I mean? And um, so you got a chance, obviously, to to be part of the the. The development of this yeah last year i came out about a year ago mm-hmm. to the ground this day um we came out and checked everything out um met these guys that was one of my decisions in this whole thing too i know peabody works for them not just that but mm-hmm. all the other guys like max telly Derek, bob rick all them guys were awesome when i met them so yeah it was you know they're a good team over there so that makes my for decision sure. even easier you know to work with them kind of guys of course of course and then um and has and has uh, over? You think like growing it on a scale like that? Do you have you have you? Uh, seen? They do a good job for as far as that goes because it's very hard to do. Like it's different, you know. Big, large scale grows are way different than mm-hmm. smaller grows. Mm-hmm. And Peabody and you know they they know how to do it good there. That's for sure. Um, another thing we didn't touch on before. Now that I'm, he's throwing all pieces up in front of me, I'm like, oh yeah, we've got a whole other yeah. side of you to talk about <laughs> too, which is the glass blowing and. Uh, I mean, I love it because when I look at your work, I'm like, I got flashbacks to like the mid-90s and, you know, it's like function, you know what I mean? That's key to to anything. I think any piece, in my opinion, is function. Like when I see stuff that's like, fuck is that? (laughs) You can't even be like, how are you going to smoke out of that thing? And I was like, it doesn't make sense. And, you know, like 
uh, classic hammer, and uh, now you're doing rigs, obviously. Yeah, I've been doing rigs for a while. Um, I, just, I do more hammers though now. You know, I like doing the hammers. What's what's your what like? I mean, what is your capacity? How how much are you is you taking this like uh, full time job type thing? On the yeah, city? that's what I do. It's anyway, that's, so that's it's still job. still rocking it from since the beginning. And no, I started in '94 blowing glass and stopped in 2000. Okay, and took a break mm-hmm. until I had some legal problems in 2012 and started back up again. And did you have all the same equipment and you, like, kept on to it? And yeah. Yeah? Yeah. So you're still rocking on the same stuff? Yeah, yeah. Well, my torch, I had to switch that up because mine died finally. But <laughs> right. And last a lot of the same tools and everything. You guys have, um, you, you just do direct sales or do you do have any kind of... I have like, a few stores. I do a few wholesale stores, but mostly direct sales. Mm-hmm. Because uh, it's, it's great because it's one of those things where, you know, like, obviously one of the reasons I got into functional glass is because it's functional. And... Uh, you know, over the years, you've watched uh, other people develop styles and stuff. You know, I had a, I was trying to get an old friend of, uh, an old friend of mine on the show today. Who knows? He might call in, but uh, he's another piece of the puzzle, uh, which is uh, Hal from uh, Old School. Old School. Yeah, Hal. I don't really know him that well. Yeah, I mean, I just, you know, I know I've heard his name. And uh-huh. I know who you know. Because it's funny because if you see his really glass style, it's. Like he's, he's old, he, yeah. He's old school too, yeah. and it's kind of like you got the similar. It's funny to watch because yeah. the styles are kind of similar. And yeah, I was trying to see if I can get him just to call in anyway. Just to, he's like one of those guys. Also, we always try to keep him because re- you know he he was part of that big fucking story too. You know yeah. what I mean with the yeah. sour yeah. stories. With the sour. And so it's like you know, and and uh, it's always nice to to see that those guys who kind of were at that phase in their life. A lot of them, you know, are doing what you're doing, still rocking. Uh, and you guys have a, uh, a lot of work with you on the show this time, or you just bring a few pieces? I brought, like, seven really nice hammers, really nice heady hammers and, like, 31 hitters. Oh, so look for you. Look yeah. for you. <laughs> I heard Shakedown Street's ridiculous this year. It's, like, it's a giant. It's a monster. It's a monster this year. <laughs> Good. <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> Pretty fun. Um <laughs> So with this collaboration, are you going to be coming out to Colorado on a regular, or nah, what's your? I don't know. My traveling days are kind of. No, I know you're a tough Come guy. To, you're a tough guy to get to. You know, I've heard of you uh, put you know, a couple of good invitations down before when you're like, ah, hey, you know what? Forget about it. Because at the end, of the, yeah, you know, you only live once, and at the end of the day, your family's most important. Sure, so, sure, no, hundred percent. You know, I, I agree. I I'm agree. not running around doing all these crazy events and doing all that kind of thing, but you know. I'll come out here and you know. If you're selective, if you're selective and you get the right ones, yeah, it's it's all worth it, I guess. So what's the? This uh, is a big one. This is a big thing. You know, this is a big, uh big event for me. So tell us. uh, That's where we need need Stephen to get back over here for a second. Because give me the lowdown on all these uh, times and things. Because you guys are on a a schedule now. You guys are on a serious tour, the mini tour schedule, a tour. Of the, of the show. What's the, what's the, uh, yeah, well, uh, the breakdown? Because you're going to go see our friends over at Boulder Wellness, right? We're actually yep. going to start tomorrow at Peak Dispensary okay. on Broadway here in Denver. Sweet. Uh, recreational dispensary from 3 to 6 o'clock. Um, I would recommend getting there as early as possible. Try to beat the rush if you want to be one of the first people to you know, purchase one of these ChemDog products. We're going to have live resin and we're going to have the Chem91 saucepan, 500 milligram. Uh, so you purchase that product first, and then we'll get you in line to spend some time with Peabud and ChemDog and ask them whatever you want. And then that's going to be pretty much the setup everywhere we go. 
Saturday, we're going to go to Boulder Wellness. Uh, Dead & Company's last show, a summer tour is going on. Same time, we'll be there from 12 to 3 o'clock. Um, we're actually going to have a special edition shirt that we're going to drop at that pop-up, uh, specifically because of the whole Dead & Company thing. So we haven't dropped any pictures of what that is. So if you want that shirt, be at that pop-up. Well, that's how um, this whole thing started, right? right? With the shirts. The so shirts, man. You got to watch the shirts. Yeah. As, long as, you, your... as long as USPS is on time. <laughs> is on time. Yeah. Oh, time. shit. Yeah. The and, then, uh, the and then actually, if you pay attention to some of our personal IG stories, we're going to be at the show Saturday. We're going to be at Shakedown hanging out. We're going to have Chem Dog Apparel. We'll have, if there's any glass left, we'll bring it. Um, but yeah, keep a lookout for us. It'll be a good time to pick up some stuff before the show. Mm-hmm. And then Sunday's a long day. Uh-oh. Sunday's the long day. It's a. I'm tired. It's kind of a triple threat. <laughs> uh, and it's a Sunday. And it's a Sunday. <laughs> uh, this is a Sunday, I guess, fun day. If you ever asked for one here in Colorado, uh, kind love. Ten o'clock in the morning till one, um, and then we're gonna take a little bit of a break and. 1136 Yuma and the coffee joint. They're mm-hmm. side by side. Yep. Uh, so, show there, yeah, so. yeah. So that, that's Denver's first social use club. Yeah. Um, so we're going to do that. And that's the after hours kind of party sesh where everybody can bring the products that they purchase with their receipt. We'll give you a password at the pop up. We're not going to tell you what that is here, but we'll tell you at the pop up. And then you can show up Sunday, and that's where you can really spend time with everybody. Uh, really kick it, be relaxed, and uh, you know, end the weekend on a really high note. Nice, nice. Um, so, yeah, the coffee joints are awesome, man. We went there at a show. It was, uh, it's amazing that there's not more people with the same situation where you're like, well, so wait a minute, was this hard? And she's just, Rita just said it was it wasn't hard at all. She just went in and. Said I got a spot next door, and I was like, well, why doesn't everybody live? You know, it seems yeah, so strange. I mean, the section she was into, like, all those businesses didn't really care and fully supported mm-hmm. what she wanted to do. And, you know, I think in the future, with we're, I'm hoping that, you know, Jared Paulus and Kayvon, you know, get elected. Of course. Of course. And they bring back what's been stripped away from us over the past few years. It's been a slow, painstaking process. But if you think about it, it's just been, like, you know, slowly stripping away all oh, yeah. the things that we get to do and the opportunities to expand on, you know, ancillary business or whatever that is, our, our own businesses within the regulated industry. So, well, everybody's gun shy here in Colorado now. You see, it's, yeah. it's like it's so, so like you, you almost, it's almost like they're telling you you'll never be able to do it before you can do it. And you're just like, what? Wait a minute, whatever happened to the whole, like, let's just fucking do it? Oh, no, dude. Because everybody's got too much to lose. Right. Because they've all put so much money into whatever they're doing. And then all of a sudden they're now they're in a box. And they don't feel like there's no way to like even attempt to like fucking fuck with the system. I'm like pissed off to the point where I'm like every time I see this happen, I'm like, why are we not just having? Why are we not just all having smokings? Like we should just do flash mobs. Yeah, like because everybody's like be like flash mob smoke out, you know, just do them everywhere, you know. And people would be like, what was that? You know, they'd be like, that's the future, bro. And then you're out, you know what I mean? And then you know, welcome to the future. Boom, and everyone was like, I don't know, nothing really happened. But then, but the only thing I always say is we have to figure out, like, you have to, somebody has to clean the whole place up while you're doing it. You know what I mean? Like, you have to have a group, like, green, green team there, cleans up the whole section, bunch of people blaze, 
and it's like, yeah, like it that place happened. just got clean and everybody plays. That doesn't make no sense. You know yeah. what I mean? Because if you do the opposite, if everyone just goes and smokes, it's going to be like, yeah, they fucking left a mess, you know? <laughs> but I, I feel like it's so weird that we're not as, people are getting less and less, uh, you know, able to fucking organize like that. And it's like, isn't it that easy? I mean, we just all get on a fucking phone and go blip, yeah. meet you there. Bam, yeah, people on. don't, we don't even really make an effort anymore as an industry around the biggest holidays. It's Yeah, like 710 was like, was like a crickets out there yeah. i mean i didn't hear anything happening yeah and i'm glad with this event that we're doing we're kind of able to bring back a little something to the culture that's been missing mm-hmm. and it's so deep and it's a story that everybody loves and everybody has emotional connection to i mean we're all smoking the weed mm-hmm. that we love today because these guys had that meeting did what they did you know, oh yeah, it's like a yeah. feel good. It's like a feel good story. Yeah, Grateful, great. Dead, Grateful <laughs> Dead tour was the first Facebook. Yeah. I mean, first social media. I mean, right. that's how we met people mm-hmm. and you exchange numbers and you'd, you'd see them in Ohio, you'd see them in Illinois, you know, California, and uh, yeah, traveling with that's cuts. Your, that's your next and, T-shirt right there. <laughs> <laughs> Grateful Dead was the first Facebook. already made. I got that. Sure. I stole that one from uh, Skunk VA. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's but it's but done. it's true, but it's true. I mean, it's, it's a, it was, uh, you know, a lot of people that I know, um, you know, they were never even went inside. You know, what I mean, just because that they didn't have to, they, they did all their business already. They were done. They went home. You know what I mean? It was like, so you've seen them thirty five times, but you've never seen them. I get you. I, I, I see what you mean now. Not me. I was there for the music. Well, no. and the the social is the bonus, but. Uh-huh. Yeah, and and again, like you know, t- uh, those little simple meetings, and 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 taking like for you to take the time to tap, even to tap him on the shoulder because you could have just read the shirt and walked away, and yeah. then you wouldn't have made that connection. So it's always like you know, sometimes that little extra effort, and I think because everybody's so fucking like effortless, everything's effortless that you know it's hard to like, you know. Try to just like, why don't you go up and like ask or something? Oh my god, that's yeah. like too much to fucking deal with right and now. I'm, <laughs> like, you I'm know, I'm from the old school where you had to go up and actually, you know, talk to people, yeah, and engage, well, you know, in that way. Yeah, you definitely, you know? yeah, you and like you said, you were networking when I went to when I was living in Holland. It was funny, I got there and I was like putting cards in other people's stores. I made these little posters up and had our cards and I put it in their place. And then they'd be like, What are you doing? You know, and I was like, Well, I'll put your cards at my place I'll have a whole wall of cards and then when people come to your spot oh they'll see my little poster you know and the guys were like what do you want and they were all confused I go it was I remember this too and I was like it's called networking like it was some new idea you know and then they were like what's that like they had no fucking concept of it I was just like I help you, you help me, yeah. kind of, we give you, exchange shit, you know, it was like, it was, it was just hilarious. Yeah, my but. first networking meeting was definitely a strange experience. Um, I do, I mean, whatever we talk about, I do want to switch yeah. spots again with oh, Telly oh, yeah. and Max because I want them to talk with these guys about, you know, the future, what's to come, kind oh, yeah. of what Let's these guys it. have been doing. For sure. And, uh... So yeah, follow our Instagram page. I love Incredibles. I love Incredible Extracts for all the meet and greet pop up information. Follow the IG stories. Follow Chem Dogs IG stories. Um, you know, come find us on Shakedown Street on Saturday. Sounds like a plan. All right, let's get Telly and uh, Max up on there, and uh, and then we'll be within we'll be kind of within the time frame. I didn't kill you. I didn't put you on a normal three hour session, you know. And, they, they got you scared. I saw already on the text earlier. He's like, what? <laughs> How long? <laughs> uh, now, 
so now we got the, the, the brainiacs out of this, the, the, the brainiacs at the table. Cool. Scientists. The scientists, yes. Telly has been on the show before. You guys have both been on the show before, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, like you guys now take this awesome product and turn it into, well, like we see here, pens and different kinds of sauce and stuff. So explain to us some of the different things you guys are doing and what you're, what you're breaking everything down and... Since that's your thing. Uh, so for the first drop, it's all uh, it's all what we're what we're calling sauce. Um, it seems like there's a, there's a bunch of names going around here, but li- live resin sauce sort of sort of product, you know. Um, but it's you know it's amazing it's amazing genetics to work with. Since I I'm from Western Mass myself, so <laughs> I grew up you know grew up not really knowing about it, and then when I started growing, I learned about you know Chemdog fairly quickly mm-hmm. and uh, became obsessed with it. So it's an honor for me to get to extract, you know, to, to get to get to extract all this product and, and the true genetics and, and be able to, uh, you know, to present it, you know, sure. to the public officially as the, you know, official yeah, to give, and give all those people a chance to actually knowing that you make that real good. It's a, I think that's also been one of the addictions of all weed guys is always just like kind of getting other people high is really fun. You know what I mean? So you you get addicted a little bit to that too. Like you, you want to be the guy who gets everyone coming back going like, dude, I got, so I had to leave the room, you know, whatever. That's like, yes, success. I fucking did my job. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, so we've been, we've been cranking it out in the lab, uh, past couple of weeks doing, doing crystallizations on, on basically all of it. You know, giving giving the people what they want. Mm-hmm. And and what and what was the are you guys concentrating on any sort? What's the like ratios? Who's the best hash? What's 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 making the best sort of between the different strains between the different? Chem, what, how many chems are you guys actually running right now? Um, so we've got for the official for the official chems we have the ninety one, the D, mm-hmm. and the four. Okay. Um, and then we actually we have the D I ninety five in one of our gardens as well. Nice. Um, but. Uh, but yeah, I mean the the ninety one the ninety one is just is really dirty and fuely, but the D is just so unique. It's it's got this like body odor funk to it that is just it's you you know it's chem, but it's definitely different than uh-huh. than the four and the ninety one for sure. Yeah, the chem D always had more funk. I always noticed too, and it's kind of what it gra- gravitated me towards that one. If I had a choice of any of them, just because I always like, well, that's yeah. that's the thing that's disappearing off the planet. So we need to keep keep the funk alive. Yeah, you know like, what I mean? Keep that funk alive. Wet socks, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, all the things that other people don't have a clue what the fuck we're talking about when they're like, dude, really? You're like, yes, yes. dirtiest, funkiest, nastiest shit possible. I want to make a perfume and make my wife wear it. <laughs> yeah, we, we could get that done. We could do that. So. Um, and, and how about like w- w- between them? Since you guys are doing a lot of testing, I assume and things. What w- like who, which one has the highest terpene level? And do you have it? Um, man, uh, I want to I want to say it's it's the the ninety one's really separating nicely, but I think the D um, might be might be testing the highest hmm. uh, as far as as far as terp levels. It, the D is definitely the um, like the. The outwardly the most the most loud you know you can really you can smell that one more than the others but mm-hmm. um, they all they all hold their own the ninety one packs a great that really dirty kind of a more earthy fuely punch to it mm-hmm. um, the four the four is even a little bit a uh, little bit earthier than that one too and then the D with like all that funky foot note on funky top. funky foot note <laughs> the funky funky foot note yeah well. Um, 
Yes. Yeah, do you uh, so you doing sauce this round? Are you guys gonna planning on doing other types of extracts with them, or you kind of? Um, I mean, we've got so we've we've been uh, we've been stacking up some of our our diamonds mm-hmm. from the mine lately. So uh, expect to see expect to see some you know full fully crystallized you know really really nice structured diamond products coming out. Sweet. Um, but you know most of our more normal things you know we we also have the the sauce pens out mm-hmm. in which are um, which is the you know full spectrum uh, high terpene juice that we get from from the crystallizations we take that. Uh, Take that and put it into the pen yeah. with uh, with the THC that came from it, and give you you know give you that full spectrum pen with with that you know raw sauce in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, the, I mean that's a, that's the one beauty. Like when you're when because you, it's, it's to me it's kind of this it's a funny thing how this whole industry is kind of changing because it's like we're now we're now like uh, taking stuff and you know breaking it up and then putting it back together again and then realizing when we're putting it back because the more I the more I smoke the more I realize like you know what it's like it seems like when it's all together it makes more sense because the minute you start separating it the the, the temp what about the temp it's a question for you because I, I was wondering about this they must burn at different temperatures right they must melt like their melting point must be a lot different between terpenes and diamonds oh yeah yeah so like if you're hitting on a nail and you're mixing the two and you're going noted- to make the perfect temperature to me, it seems like it's a pain in the ass because sometimes it's too low for the diamond and too, mm-hmm. you know, too high for the, you, know, you get into the zone. I was just talking about this with our marketing today. You know, the people want this and it's attractive. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, I guess we'll just lay it on the line right now. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, I don't mind, I don't mind telling people what I really think. I mean, yeah, so, so the truth is... is I from, did this last you know, night and I got all these investors really mad at me. So. From a person who <laughs> you know, is fascinated by the chemistry, trying to go yeah. for the largest rocks that you can uh-huh. with the most clarity, there, you know, there's something attractive and, and impressive course, about that. Of course. But from a consumer standpoint and from a producer standpoint... I have two relatively relevant reasons why I don't think it's the best. And you brought up a question that a lot of people don't take into consideration. The you know, these hard rocks, they have a higher boiling or a higher melting point. Yeah. And it takes longer for them to melt down to a liquid and start to vaporize. Yeah. Where the turbines have a much lower one. And so because of that, you're hitting the nail too hot for the terpenes and too low for the crystals. Yeah, because what I noticed it was on this piece because it doesn't have a lot of slits, you know. And if I tried to smoke diamonds through it at a low temp, it would just one hit. I would be like, "All right, that's it. I got to clean this piece again." I couldn't even get a hit through it again because it just fused in there, you know. So I couldn't do low temp on that at all with that, you know. With exactly. The, but I could, you know. But if I put them separate, anyway, go ahead. So. No, no, that's that's exactly it. And so you know, if you get a large, you know, a large rock like that in a gram, ultimately, what I would end up doing is crushing it up and mixing it up with the juice. To right. I do this with food too. I call it the perfect bite, the PB. You know, you want to get a little bit of the jalapeno and a little bit of the cilantro and all of it. You want on your fork at every <laughs> yeah. bite, and uh, you know, you can't replicate that when it's all separate. Separated like yeah. that. But, so, yeah, um, it looks prettier separate, but, you know, end of mm-hmm. the day, that's how my grandfather would eat, too. So. But the market is volatile, you know, and so <laughs> we're just, we're riding the wave, and uh, we like all hash, you know, mm-hmm. we're just concentrate guys. So. Well, you do have to give the public what they want. If they want diamonds, yeah. you're going to get, I mean, obviously, you're going to give them diamonds, right? Mm-hmm. And you want them to be exactly. the biggest diamonds and the most clear diamonds and all those things that come with the idea of diamonds. But, yeah, when it comes to, as a, when I tell people, it's the same sort of deal, I just say, like, man, it's better when it's all... Nice and evenly mixed, and then you can at least get a better 
running temperature because you don't just get these two things going on. Um, so, gee, are you uh, big into dabs here on your own, or what's your what's your preference for smoking nowadays? Uh, a little bit dabs here, a little you know. Because I mean, I, flour a little bit, not much. I'm not like crazy anymore. No, but but uh, I mean, for me. Uh, I'll never stop smoking flour, and people always miscons because I smoke dabs a lot too. So people are like you don't smoke any flour, and I'm like fuck yeah, I do because I mean that's actually only the way I get high. I don't get high off of fucking dabs. I kind of just I do it for the fun. I'm doing for the. I literally do that for exactly what we we're talking about earlier, just for the fun part of staying in scene and doing things and whatever <laughs> tastes good. There's some good tastes, but I don't yeah, get really high. I don't get unless I smoke like five different people's shit at one, and then it starts to get a little bit like okay, now I'm starting to get high. But <laughs> but I, with a single joint will like you know turn the switch, and you'll be like oh yeah yeah that's what it's that's what it's all about right there, just a little ding, and it's like because getting high in the long run is not a huge head change, but it's just enough. It's definitely the oil and the and the flour is different buzz for sure. Yeah, like I don't different. get. I just I see the you know the the kind of chasing the fucking never-ending... It was kind of like bong hits. Bong hits for me back in the day were like that. Like, I got one good one a day, but I did about 20 or 30, you know what I mean? But I had one good one. I'd be like, there it is. That's the one. one. Okay. All that work all day. Because uh, somebody interrupted me. The timing was bad. I didn't... I fucked up. and didn't pack it properly. It blew through. I don't know. There's always something. I had an excuse for every reason why I needed to do another one to test. But uh, sort of the same idea with dabs, because they... You get a good dab, you get an okay dab, <laughs> you fucked up on that dab or whatever. So, um, but with your glass, obviously, are you seeing a lot more people wanting to buy rigs because that's kind of seeming to be the direction for a lot of people? It was for a while, but I've been selling a lot more hammers now. Oh, yeah? Like lately. Yeah, believe it or not. It was rigs for a while. Like a lot of people were ordering rigs, but now it's a lot of hammers lately. As yeah. soon as I saw the rigs, it was, it was a great old school connection to like to, you know a younger generation you know it was oh it's a total meld of the things yeah, it's like it was, you know you would have like if you had that pipe in 1993 everybody would be like what do you do with that I don't know bro just, <laughs> we have no idea it just came in a time machine bro. I made this for Tully in 2015 nice nice I just, I just want to jump in this is the perfect timing about glass make, making it uh for all these meet and greets for every purchase that you make of any of these Chemdog products you'll be entered into a raffle to win a Chemdog piece that he hasn't made yet, which is going to make this whole experience even better because he's going to take back this you know, experience and make something even better and different. So we're going to do a dr- raffle, and we'll pick the winner on August 10th. So the more products you purchase, the more tickets you get. So Good, good call on that one. Um, <clears throat> so you, have, you said seven hammers right now? Yeah, those are the big, uh, nice ones. The lucky seven, whoever. Uh, if you I think there might be eight, actually. Possibly, possibly eight. Uh, but yeah, if you're if you're in the mood for some old school, and that's the thing, I love hammers. My, to me, that was the it's just classic. They just fucking. I mean, I still have. And the funny, the shitty thing is, I have so many nice pieces in Amsterdam that I was too scared to bring back because they were so dirty. dirty. Yeah. And now, now I don't give a fuck anymore. Now I'm just like, I'm gonna go back, zip, <laughs> send it through, and if they get a call, be like, what did they? Who cares anymore? You know. <laughs> Like that, there's some uh, some great pieces. So uh, yeah, I told you an hour. I think we kind of kept it within the frame. We got Thank you guys you. got I'm any... just a long day. Oh, I bet, <laughs> I bet, no problem. Uh, I just want to wrap up with with you guys with, uh, and then I'll go into my sponsors, and then you guys will jump in, and then we'll continue the fucking party. Would be awesome. Um, 
do you got any kind of websites for camp, for you uh, for your glass that anybody can go My to? Instagram. Or just go to Instagram, and that is uh, at chemdog lower slash glass. Chemdog lower slash underscore 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 yeah, chemdog underscore glass for you. Thanks, Tali. For the for the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. He's right. Yeah. I don't know the difference between yeah, those two. I'm sorry. You're like, damn, that was nobody ever sends me nothing. (laughs) You know what? Real quick, while we got an opportunity to, while we're doing these plugs, and just to follow up from kind of trashing diamonds for just a slight second, I want to, I want to just backtrack and say I'm down with the whole process. It's just the large rocks that I feel like have an appeal, but not a, a quality. But we're really stoked to be making these because we just finished out a piece of our equipment that's called the Sauce Pot. That's from you know the incredible extractor. And this is right on the cusp of being approved in uh, Denver Class 1 Division 1 environments. So other people who are licensed facilities that are trying to do this and are being hassled by the regulations. The way we're pulling it off is in our own equipment. And um, and like I said, it's right around the corner for full-on approval for everyone in Denver. And that's going to be easy for everyone in Colorado. So I just wanted to put that out there as well. Yeah, so if you want giant diamonds that Max hates, (laughs) give him a call. (laughs) Give him a call. No, but I... We just try to educate people. That's all. That's right, part of the right, education yeah. is realizing that you know it's not all about sometimes looking at what's the the shiniest looking thing. Looking at the pictures on Instagram. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and also and also I think a lot of it's to do with like you know what you really uh, like. We all are excited when we see that too because for us to see crystallized THC was the first time ever was was a fucking trip. And you're like, oh my oh, god. Oh, I I totally understand it, and I realized it. Even I have friends in Colorado that. Uh, I was like out at a concert and I pulled a gram out and I had thought for sure these these friends would have seen diamonds oh, by no, then. And then, and then I pull it out and they're just like, oh my god, like oogling over it. And I sure. was like, that's when I realized, like, shit, there's a lot of people who are gonna still like the waves of people that are of gonna course. figure out what this is and yeah, and, and you it's know, not and gonna it, die. <laughs> no, and that's a, that's a, well, that's also the great thing about cannabis is like whenever you think you've nailed it and it's down and that's it we've achieved maximum the best this is the pinnacle of whatever it can be someone goes well what about that and you're like fuck i never thought of that you know what i mean because even with like i remember when like the difference between here we were all into shatter everybody was shatter 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 it was all about and then cali was kind of all into this more they they were kind of the first people that didn't give didn't like that liked more saucy stuff at first and then all of a sudden you know then you have we had fucking uh, Noel and all those guys introducing the, that and everything changed like overnight almost where it was like wait a minute the hey. shit that people didn't like last week now they love it because yeah, before they, had, they were like this is all gooey and those dudes <laughs> had trouble catching on for a couple of years too I remember being maybe one of the first people super hyped on it when I was in the bay yeah. and there was a bunch of people just calling it poop soup until, <laughs> until it got rebranded with better with a better crystal structure in it and right. you know but the saw they were they were anti-sauce until until the, the crystals looked better and then everyone was all about the sauce it's amazing how the, the industry changes and hopefully i mean the great part is, is to be part of it still you guys are still in, in you know everybody's like uh can reinvent themselves in a weird way too and it's great to see that you guys you know have physical everybody out there who has cam dog glass you know should be you know, you know, I'm sure your name gets told, stories get told on top of stories, you know, who knows how real they are, but you know, yeah. it's just good to know that there's a lot of people out there talking crazy stories, and I mean, I've never heard nothing bad uh, 
you know, Kim Dog's always been one of those things where it's like, you know, you're, you, you, you're, you are you, and you're obviously a super cool guy, and there's never been a thing weird about it, whereas everything that came from it, though, turned into fucking mayhem, you know what I mean? So it was like, you were like the guy who, like, threw the fucking thing in, and all of a sudden it was like, yeah, have fun with that, you know, and all of a sudden, bam, like, you know, the sour and the whole story behind that, and how, you know, the confusion, and, and one of the things that we, we touched on with our sour sort of investigations over the years was the original... Our cam story, yeah. which I love because you know there they are collecting seeds off their fucking stuff. Because one thing about cam, which and you know, good or bad, yeah. it always had the ability to throw out that like possibility where you got a seed somewhere or you got a crazy male fucking branch. Sometimes I've seen some bizarre. There's some weird, something weird going in the background of there. I don't know oh, what yeah. it is, but you know, it's not unheard of to get those, and that's why all these things have came. You know, these S ones that have popped up out of fucking nowhere. And some of them awesome, you know what I mean? Because yeah. they're just people who yeah. can do a good job selecting and stuff. And yeah, so it's just awesome to see that you created such a fucking self-replicating mayhem machine, you know what I mean? That just keeps going on and on. And that's what cannabis is about. Like it's about like that's why I hate femme stuff. And I hate like for me, it's always been about like I, you know, I love to get males, and I'm sure you know. Once people realize the value of it, like realize, oh shit, man, males are actually pretty cool. You know, you can do a lot more instead of dead-ending all their projects, feminizing everything because they think they want to control it like they're some fucking major companies. Like, dude, you're actually better off having people use your stuff and then, you know, because in 20 years from now, there'll be more chem everything. The chem will even be more crazy in the sense of the misinformation. (laughs) You should listen to that show, the Adam Dunn show from way back in 2018. That was actually really him. What? No, that guy doesn't, you know, like the Colonel Sanders of, of (laughs) the Colonel Sanders of cannabis at that point, you know, like, is that guy real? I don't know. I think he's real. I heard he was real, but I'm not really sure. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks for coming through. Um, Great to finally meet you in person. Yeah, and, nice to uh, meet you too, man. It was, uh, you know, I'm sure we touched on a few little things. I mean, we're, it was one of those things where we can talk forever, obviously, but I know you got a long, long couple days ahead. So <laughs> good luck with that. And if you guys want to re- catch up with these guys, hit them up at the kind that you're at Kind Love and uh, yeah, uh, the Peak. Gonna, gonna we'll peak. peak Dispensary tomorrow yeah. from 3 to 6. Yeah. Uh, Boulder Wellness Saturday, 12 to 3. Nice. And buddies. then Sunday, Kind Love 10 to 1. And then 1136 Yuma Coffee Joint, 3 to 6. There yeah. you go. Mini tour. That's the run. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for coming through. Thank you. <laughs> thanks, Max, for coming in, as always. Of course. Thank you. Ruining everybody's diamond life. <laughs> <laughs> My whole di- Diamond Baron's gonna be pissed at you. Bro. I know. Oh. Norm- normally, I'm all positivity, but you Addison's know, me- gonna Addison's gonna have a fucking lynching. I'll me kill and, that guy. Me and, me and the Baron, we can arm wrestle over it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Thanks, Telly, for coming in. Yeah, thank you. Okay, guys, thanks. And then uh, I'm gonna do my sponsors, and then we're gonna roll. So we'll start off with Incredibles Edibles, of course, the the number one edibles here in Colorado, now going nationwide and crushing it everywhere they go. Uh, Keep an eye out for all of their uh, in-house brand stuff that they've got, whether it be their pens, their extractors. Thanks, Peabody. Uh, their extractors, their, uh, as you've seen here, their new line of Camdog products. I mean, there's, a, another, there's another 10 reasons to love this company. Uh, go to iloveincredibles.com. You can always check out their website, see a store finder. If for some reason there's a store near you that doesn't have it, Tell them they're insane. I don't know why they don't have them in, in the shelf. Also, we want to go to...
to our buddies from Millennium, New Millennium Nutrients. Uh, we'll have them on the show soon because Neil, I've been hanging out and talking to him recently, and I think he's ready to finally come on. So we're going to have uh, some inside scoop on this stuff. But, you know, you know, all I know is I've been using it for four years, almost three and a half years now. And... Uh, it's the shit. It fucking nails it every time. The The formulas are adaptable with any other company, pretty much, if you want to switch over slow. Uh, you, again, like, they have a few standalone products, which I love, like the Ruby Fulvic and the Winter Frost and their Decision, which is what you would use right at the switchover time period. really helps boost them up. Um, you can go to newmillenniumnutrients.com, see a store finder, and see all the kind of... See what their calculator and figure out what you might need for your garden. Uh, yeah. Also, build the soil. Build no. the soil. That's okay. I got you, right. Jeremy, uh, and the boys over at Build the Soil and Girls uh, are the you know your most trusted source for any kind of amendments, any kind of uh, IPM products, anything you might need to uh, grow the best organic plants you want to grow, and also. Uh, Great for uh, no-till and informative people that all work there. So if you ever have any questions, you can go to 855-877-SOIL, call somebody, or go to buildasoil.com, and they will have a nice website for you to check out. It's very easy, very well organized, great stuff. Give them a shout. That brings us to wallacewow.com. Wallacewow.com. Yeah, mm-hmm. apparently Ron had one uh, casualty already. Oh. <sighs> Bummer. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I just saw it was off the fucking thing. But he's got some beautiful plant. He's got some beautiful pumpkins setting setting in right now. So you know you can go. To, you can find him on just on Facebook or whatever, Mr. Ron Wallace. But you can also go to his website and see his uh, this year's attempt for a world record. And uh, you know this guy knows rhizosphere okay. like no other. So if you want to get any mycorrhizal products, this is your guy to get to. You can go to Jeremy and get everything too. But this is the guy you want to go to specifically for your rhizosphere. And, uh, again, this guy grows 10-pound uh, tomatoes. He grows fucking 2,000-pound pumpkins. So who's arguing, right? Who's arguing with this guy? Uh, give him a shout. WallaceWow.com. And SeedsHereNow.com. Uh, you, can, you can pull. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, SeedsHereNow.com. Our main... He's our main sponsor. I'm just, I'm just going to lay it out there because this guy has oh, been yeah. there since since he's been on board. He hasn't missed a beat. He's fucking killing it with his uh, different uh, breeders that he's got on board, which is, you know, like, I'll tell you, it's a job. Just to have one or two breeders on board is rough. When you have 30, 35, whatever, he, like he does, that's a, that's a task in itself. And he also uh, he has got some great drops going on, um, I believe. What do you got? New drops and restocks, Ethos 9D4 R1 pre-sale. Mm-hmm. All right. And then uh, for more sales, you want to check out those? Yeah, if you got to. Let's do it. Might as well. Uh, Throw it up there. Don't you lie to yourself. Hey. You can't miss these deals. Yo, don't you lie to yourself over here. That's all right. Cool. I, like sale. I like it. I like it. Breeder sales, all Golden Coast Genetics, 7888. Utopia Farms, 24K Banana and Holy Banana, 138.88. Exotic Genetics A1 Yola uh, and Fukushima 8888. <clears throat> Mycotech Reanimator Family Dog uh-huh. 8888. The Moda Rebel Savage 
Squeezins and Snake Eyes, 888. Crockett Family Farms, Fat Boy Hellfire, 10888. Yep. Sounds good. So, yeah, and you can also go to uh, seedaholics.com, too. That's their, uh, that's their auction site, slash charities, etc. Um, you can find the crazy lot. He, I think he just found some uh, super old uh, exotic packs. Well, it's super old, a couple of years, but just old enough. Skittles, Purple Rose. See, he's got. Are you on the Acetaholics now? Right there, yeah. Yeah, they got some great stuff. So you should go check out that site if you want to find some unique uh, stuff. And if you want to just go to the regular website, it is cteernow.com. Cteernow.com. And that's it, right? That's it. And then, of course, my buddies out in Bar- Barcelona. 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 Oh, yeah. And, and uh, so Treasure. See, it's T-R-E-S-U-R. Treasure Barcelona. You go to Facebook. Check them out. If you're in, if you're in Barcelona and you find this little guy's spot, his name's Petey. He's my boy. You just roll in there. You say, Adam Dunn Show. Boom. Free membership. 35 bucks. Or I think or 30, 30 bucks. Whatever it is, it's, you'll get the super treatment. They'll be like, how did in the hell did you find us? Actually, it's right in the city center, so it's not too hard. Super cool shop. Um, great. Day. I know they have some new drops, actually, right now. So uh, check them out. Treasure. Barcelona. Yeah. Yeah. So we have also in the house. I wasn't, I was already, I knew, I knew I had to get double guests. Because, you know, we couldn't have another short show. Right. Be all lame. That would be terrible. Especially because we're doing it on a Thursday. We're all fucking discombobulated. I know. And it's late. So fuck it. We're the late night show now. We're the late night forever show. Yeah. So we have the guys from Buffalo on. Sweet. And Green Farms. They, you know, they were on a couple weeks ago too, but we're just, we got it back. Because yeah. I really knew that they wanted, I knew that I wanted to bring them together with P-Bud and uh, with G and stuff. So, sure. you know, little, little love. Plus, I actually really want to start sponsoring the show officially. Like, Sweet. Like with money and stuff. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, whoa, like maybe we can get a computer that actually we Ooh. can work on a, on a level that will work better than the ones we have now. Yeah. And then everyone will be happy. Like, yeah, happiness. The Adam Dunn show is that much better. <laughs> we try. We try. We do. I swear. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So they're going to come on, have a little chat. I'm sure they're all pumped up for, uh, yeah, come on over. Come on over, Mr. Ryan. Come on down. Come on down to the Adam Dunn Show. Oh, yeah. Sit over here. You got all your gear? You got everything? Yeah. Yeah, bring it all. Bring it all. Don't, don't forget anything. Come on in. Once you're locked in, you can't move. Dude, it's over. Oh, you can take a photo? Okay. Well, we might have to, we might have to take a, a two-second break for a photo then in a second. If you get it all lined up, I'll run up in the back and go, there we go. So, yeah, we have to. That's cool. You can. Hey, that's what ambassadors are all about, bro. They come in, they get the job done. Incredibles ambassador Stephen Chang is putting together the, the ultimate photo. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. And, uh, yeah, so we're going to have we're talk a little bit. What are we, we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about something fun. You have something crazy to bring to the table? Nothing yeah. real crazy. Oh, right. Okay, good. Nothing too crazy. Nothing too crazy. <laughs> Nothing too crazy. After last week's crazy stories, I don't know if I can take any more crazy. No, it was not crazy. It was crazy. Was it? All the Snoop Dogg stories and all oh, that. Oh, that story? Yeah. That was kind of crazy. That was kind of crazy. Yeah. It was funny. It was a funny crazy. Yeah. Indeed. Oh, yeah. I do have a plug. Let's see. How convenient was that? 
You didn't bring the monster pit thing with you? Oh, that was your birthday thing. I, I know. don't want to <laughs> bring that every time. Huh. I thought you were going to bring a bigger one. Special. I thought it was going to be even bigger. I, was like, ah, I got this one now. It's like, okay, so, uh, I got to run outside and take a picture. So why don't you introduce yourself? All right. Pretend it's your own show. This is the, this is. Oh, the, this is definitely the Adam Green Fa- show. The Green Farms slash Buffalo. But I appreciate being on the show again. Yeah, so what's up, guys? Uh, Brian with uh, Green Farms. I'm also uh, in charge of Buffalo. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Into uh, organic farming, man. I've been checking out your Absolutely. Instagram lately, man. It's Living cool. soil. Yeah. Um, I, I would say for the people that don't know, we believe that uh, almost the motto is uh, feed the soil, not the plant. So we focus on that the uh, soil medium is actually almost like a stomach. We like to top feed. We like to uh, foiler feed with uh, compost teas, personally. Hell yeah. Yeah. And this is JW? JW. Hey. What's up, buddy? <laughs> you can pop in next to him or in the end there. It's all good. Get in where you fit. Yeah, either one. Either one you want. Yeah, you can get in. Wherever you want to. Get in where you fit in. Can you hear me? On this one? I'm on number three. Cool. Gotcha. Okay. We gotcha. All right. Yeah. So it's good We're to have you guys to on the show today. Yes. Yeah, man. Thank we appreciate you. it. With his seat to see chem dog, that's sitting, like, sitting I mean, I was, like, I was in like starstruck with that. I was really starstruck. So, yeah. Yeah, seriously, Actually, so I'm a grower, and I mean, I'm a breeder, and I mean, it's amazing. Right, absolutely. Amazing. Yeah, no, it's kind of my fault that we're doing this Thursday that. night, but I'm I'm actually kind of <laughs> glad how it all worked out. Follow chem dog. <laughs> yeah. We're, all right, I had to get back quick before these guys got really good, and everyone was like, "These guys are way better than Adam. Yeah, Why don't you just no, leave Adam?" No, we, we had the show going, man. Oh yeah. man, we, we I, was like, it out I was like, it's, hey, "It's going too good over there. We got to get back over there and fuck Keeping it up." Keeping all the holes on the, yeah, on the holes, I got to fuck it all up. That's my job. It's all so good. welcome, guys, back to the show. It hasn't, been, it hasn't been that long. It hasn't been very long. But I thought I was just thinking originally because I thought it was gonna be on a Friday too. So I thought it was gonna be like a party. Woo. But anyway, in general, I wanted you guys to meet up with them because I thought that's a good, good. Absolutely, we we carry all of their products at our store. We love Incredibles. Nice. We love Absolutely. Incredibles. We love Incredibles. We love it. Nice to meet you as well. Hey, it was awesome. That was amazing. You guys bringing Chem Dog into the state, yeah. dude. I'm gonna be at all those shows. I, I mean, we have Boulder Wellness product at our at our store as well. We love we love Boulder Wellness. Yeah, it's all one little yep. family here for sure. We love Allison and uh, and Nick. Yes, Absolutely. and the whole crew. The whole Thanks, crew. guys. So, yeah, I figured I'd get you down here, uh, smoke all your, smoke all your sauce. You know, that's that's my yeah, that was my evil that was my evil plan, of course. You know, no. <laughs> <laughs> but in general, uh, how's how's this uh, summer uh, treating? It's been beautiful, actually. Here, it's crazy down south. Lots of fires and shit. But uh, you guys, uh, you, you, guys you guys do any outdoor growing at all? Or uh, we're in the in the process. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, we have a lot of things uh, lined up really for uh, 2019. Gotcha. Kind of like uh, chess pieces, if you will. Sure. Well, these guys have been working on their project for a couple of years, too. And that's, that's just the way it goes. You can't go too quick um, into anything. I would say officially uh, Green Farm started in January. So we've been just kind of off right, and running so you, as a startup. Cool. So you're only in seven months now right now, so as, as is. And then uh, in that time period, though, you have made some acquisitions. We sure have. You uh, got yourself yes. set up to. Uh, actually, I need to talk to you guys because I, I got a whole 450 gallon bed. I was so looking at the other day. I was like, oh, I was like man, I was we're like, gonna hook you up. What should I do with that? I should probably do something with you guys to make more sense. Because uh, so we just bought uh, formerly Victory Hydro. We just bought that. We're changing it to Green Farms Feed and Seed. So I will hook you up with everything, oh, Adam. Nice, nice. nice. Whatever that, you need. Where's that located? In 
Atlanta, Lafayette, uh, Louisville area, uh-huh. right there on South Boulder. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. And, uh, and that's uh, obviously been there for a while? Ten years. Yeah. Uh-huh. Ten years. Nice. And so uh, you guys got to that level where you were like, you know what? We go to the store so much. That you you just exactly yeah. said what was in my head because I kept saying I'm losing so much money in all these tax things that they make us do, you know, yeah. with the two eighty es and things. It was right. just like we didn't know what to do. So as like this friend of mine asked me if I was interested in buying his store, and I was like, holy crap! I talked to my accountant. He's like, that would really be great <laughs> for your taxes. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, yeah, and in good gen- move. <laughs> in general, I know that I know a few people that did that where they just built, you know, a small grow shop. And we're their biggest customers, and they were just like, dude, I'm literally buying the shop. You know what I mean? Every time I go in, I'm buying, like, everything they got, plus, plus, plus. So it's like, why am I not just this fly always yeah, comes man, back. Yeah, it's all good, man. The same it's fly. It's the year of the here. fly, it feels like. Same fly. Fucking fly. Get the torch. But we don't, we want to encourage the whole living soil systems, not just uh, our products as well. So we're bringing in a lot of other products like a Dirt MD that's based out of California. Is that the little package one that I got? Yeah. Sample yes, of what, tell, me awesome. about, tell, tell me about Folic. that product. I, I, human. No, it's Humic and Folic. That's right. That's why I saw that on the thing and I was kind of like, ah, it's Folic Humic. <laughs> but is yeah, it, yeah, absolutely. Is, but we want to start teaching other tell people. Tell them the story though, Brian. It's a bottle. cool story where it came from. Where, where they get it from in India? Um, to be you honest, know? sir, I don't know the full story. Oh, okay. I thought you knew it more than I did. Good job. Okay, so between the <laughs> okay. two of you, give us Before a, the, a basic it, it, it's on the It's on the package, so you can read this. So <laughs> It has something to do with It's the family that we work with out of... Uh, they li- actually live in California now, but their other rest of their extended family lives, still lives in India. They've been using this product for, I think he says, a thousand years. Right, I think they take were that with like a little grain of, grain of yeah. uh, well, basmati India, rice. Wait a, say. Second, wait a second, India. You know they've been around forever. Yeah, right? yeah, for sure. So, for who, sure. Who I don't know if he could trace his own shit back a thousand. Well, I think it comes yeah, from this kind of a yeah. well that's like a mineralized, some kind of a of some type of place where they they mine it out of this uh, bog. You know, kind of like old time swamp boggy thing, I guess, or something. And that uh-huh. it's been been able to get it from there for thousands of years. They say. So that's what they say. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's pretty. There's not that many sources of good, good full. High end, full yeah. end. Bioag is the, really the one. Uh-huh. That, yeah, full I power. Think. Full power. Yeah, they're the, they're the sort of go-to um, brand pretty much for most of it. And like, for instance, in the new Millennium products, they have like. There's one. Their Ruby Fulvic product has nine sources of fulvics. So. It kind of hits. There's like you know, so you think like like shit, like nine different fulvic acids in one fucking thing. So you're you can hit every bell and whistle possible. Like there's nothing it couldn't have covered. You know what I mean? At that point, so that one's a good one. And it's kind of like you don't realize it until you start reading into it. You're like, holy shit, this thing's got nine separate fulvic. <laughs> because usually you got one. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, what, usually not that be- that great of one. The other. Yeah. A lot of guys skimp on that. Oh, yeah. It's one of the. And there was another one that was around called Mr. Fulvic. Did you ever have that Mr. one? Mr. Fulvic. I don't know. You ever heard of that one? I have, yes. I, I have definitely it heard was of a that. La- it was a woman that was like her dad. It was, a, it was one of these things where I got a, a sample of it and it was fucking pretty damn good. It was one of those ones where I was like, okay. And that was from up in Rollinsville or somewhere? Something. Somewhere up I'm, in the mountains? Yeah, I just met this lady and she's like, this is my dad, me. Boom. And it was like. Okay, let me. I'll check it out, and then it was like, actually, fucking was pretty on point. Um, never saw it again. <laughs> never saw it again. So you guys, um, before you got that shop, though, you were kind of picking up a couple brands along the way, or just at least just the one, or yeah, we we work with Full On by Grosswitch, which is another uh, 
fish what, fish hydrosylate. Or, or, yeah, I, I can't even say that. I don't even want to try to say that word right now. Hydrolated or <laughs> what is it? Hydrolysis. I think or something Hydrogenated? like that. Hydrogenated? No. That's a doctor. Uh, okay. Yeah. That's a doctor mark. Yeah, yeah. We call call the brain. Call. No, I know exactly what you're talking about though. The hydrolyzed uh, fish yeah. product space. And then so some you kelp break down with enzyme. enzymes. Enzymes yes, and stuff. Heat. There's really the difference between like an emulsion. Uh-huh. And uh, you know, it's like uh, so. You guys use this exclusively on all the all your grows, or yes, it grows in the springs. Uh-huh. Yep, and they'll uh, be coming into all of our. We'll use it at all the hemp uh, hemp locations. We'll have it at uh, two of our rec locations as well. That's awesome. So, what kind of hemp uh, spots are you guys doing? How many acres? We have 110 right now. Uh, we're we only uh, we we're actually so late in the season, and we uh-huh. had some problems down there with the fires. I bet. So, and then they have a water problem down there this year. Last year they had an overabundance of water. This year they don't have any water. Right. So no, we're the, in a proper drought right now. Yeah. I'm with sorry. the fires, though, we, we were going to ship our water from Pueblo, and uh-huh. then the fires came up, and we didn't want to get stuck without having been able to get water. So it was one of those things where we are going to build a greenhouse and just go over the winter. Right. When the ten, when it's tent when it's down, when the actual water again, water tables back. Yeah. And, um, so wait, you. you, you You'd have to ship your own water in pretty much at this point? Mm. Well, we had water that is on another piece of property we had, so we were, it was only going to cost us, you know, $100, $200 a tanker load. So it wasn't a big mm-hmm. – it wasn't that, that much of a cost, but right. it was uh, just the, the being logistics. able to get it – yeah, being able to get it through the passes with all the fires was really – you know, was, that was a concern. Huh. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's your Achilles heel on any project like that where you're like, oh, okay, yeah. so we have no water? <laughs> now what do we do? You know it's I mean? crazy. I couldn't believe it when we did it. I, they, they told us that. They said all of a sudden the ditches started shutting down, and we were like, well, wait a second. <laughs> we, we, we need water. <laughs> that's like the main thing. <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah, so we, we decided to just kind of not uh, waste, you know, too much money and just wait until we built some greenhouses and then grow over the winter and have a – uh, stock ready to go out in February, March, mm-hmm. uh, where we can, you know, really propagate the properly. You can't put a well on this property, or you have to. We no, work? they yeah, they do have one. We have to expand it, and they have to. You have to go through a lot of. Uh, it's, situ- hard. it's the hardest. God, thing. it is the I've the most the, impo- possible thing is water in Colorado. Yeah, I went to the water so department, really, and it was like they, you could just tell by the way the yeah. place was set up as you walked in. You're like, oh, this is not looking good. Everyone is like. What you think you're gonna do something? You think you're oh, gonna? Yeah. You think, think you're gonna grow something? You, you think you're gonna this have year? water? Wait, wait, like, this year? Because yeah. <laughs> no, I went. No, no, no. Yeah, Not this year. They pulled out the file so slow on uh, me, like they put it on the table so slow that it was just like dramatically telling me that this is not gonna work, right? Pretty much, and they were like, put their hand really. This is your well. And you can't expand because, nah, 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 nah. and I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'm fucked. You weren't grandfathered in. Yeah, I was like, okay, so I'm fucked, basically, <laughs> is what you're trying to say. <laughs> yep, pretty much. You know, like, ah, like, God damn it. And then it's just like, how do you get around any of this shit? And there's just no way. You know I mean, you're just like, it's, Colorado's crazy. Like, when I first moved here, I couldn't believe I was like, set up a little thing out in the back, catching water and shit. And they were just like, what are you doing? What? I was like, what do you mean? They're like, you can't do it. You go to jail. I was like, what? Shut the fuck up. And then my landlord came and he got all mad at me and told me to take it down. I was like, but I'm just collecting water from my fucking raised bed fucking garden out back. You know what I mean? That's all I was going to use it for. It wasn't fucking, you know, I wasn't even growing weed with it. That was the funny part. Is I was growing weed inside the house. But I wasn't using that for that. But all the neighbor and and the crazy part is that that house that I had has a fucking leak in the somewhere. 
mm-hmm. in the fucking property, and it was like I was getting twenty thousand gallon a month t- fucking bills and shit. You know what I mean? And I was like, what? No, I only use like ten barrels, maybe two hundred. You know, like like at tops, so it was like maybe two thousand gallons, but somehow it was just leaking into the fucking ground. So I was like. So I got to deal with it. Thank Thanks, guys. Thanks for coming through. 100%. Really oh, man. That was a, it was an honor to meet you. Yeah. I mean, it was literally like I walked in and I saw it. I was like, OMG. <laughs> That's amazing. Thanks, man. Thank you. Yeah, bro. Thanks for everything you've done for the industry and you, you don't even know. Thank you. Bye. Peace. So the riffraff is left. <laughs> I got the riff. You guys can hang out if you want to be on the mic. No problem. Whatever you want. Yeah, come on the mic. Get on the yeah. mic, Max. We got talent in the house. We can't. Yeah, we we wasted. We don't want to waste all this. All this. Hanging out for a little bit longer. We're you actually, got. You got, got some food plans. Okay, that's yeah. a bit. That's yeah. cool. You yeah, got some. Able to take off. You got some sort of things to destroy left. You know, whatever. Right, exactly. What else don't you like? Oh, oh man. Oh man. Let me get tell, get up on your soapbox now. No. Let no. me just tell you guys. Let me no. tell you more about these diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what about the diamonds? <laughs> Diamond killer. That's your you really name. do have to give people what they want, man. No, at it's first, true. I mean, you guys are obviously you guys are talking the truth, you know, because mm-hmm. it's silly when people are like, "Oh, it's poop soup." It's like, right? Well, do you know what it takes to yeah. to make this? Well, not only that, too. It's just like the the reason that we now appreciate it is because now terpenes is a fucking part of our vocabulary. Whereas mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, even when we started making sh- shatter and stuff, it wasn't really the focus. It wasn't like, oh, the terpenes. It was like, because if it was, we wouldn't make shatter in the first place because that's when you lose it all. You know, right. it's like there goes all your. Mm-hmm. your you, do, your, you don't get to hold it from the bottom. Yeah. So yeah. that's the whole shatter thing that we. And to me, it's a little bit like, you know, when you grow weed and your weed's still too wet to to give to anybody else but it's just enough for you and then you're like ooh this tastes fucking amazing and then this next day it's just enough that you lost that little tiny little lemon-esque or something that was there that just vaporized in at, as it dried you know what I mean so, mm-hmm. so it's that little weird like you're lucky because you're a grower because you get to experience it but it very rarely makes it to the, any of the next person because if it was that wet it wouldn't fucking turn into nothing in the bag. It would turn into a soggy mess in the bag. But right. because you've got it just at that moment where it's like, oh, it's still a little, I got to cut it with scissors, cut it with scissors, roll it. It's really hard to roll because it's weird, but it's also like, just like clings itself. You know what I mean? And then those are like amazing. And right. That joint, you're like, but again, you're like, come back a couple days later and you're like, that's the fucking one. That's the one. And then you're like, oh man, what happened? It lost its little. It lost its <laughs> true stoners always forget yeah, at least one is. thing. <laughs> yeah, no, if you don't get it right at that window of opportunity, then <clears throat> yeah. You know. So I think it's a little bit to do with it's the same with uh, the terp stuff that <clears throat> the acceptance. You know what I mean? Because at the beginning we were looking for ease of like, oh, it's a big piece, about breaks up into something. Mm-hmm. Later it was like, mm, but that doesn't taste as good as the stuff that's really messy and horrible and gets all over everything. But maybe some, then the crystallization part was like, oh, now we have something in between. You can put your, you actually, instead of it being all just like, blah. but then I, at the farther it gets separated, then that's when I get a little bit like, okay, well, this just burns my throat. The diamond part, like, barely has any flavor. And then the other one, but if you, again, the biggest problem is just smoking it. Like, I always had this, like, huh. How am I going to smoke these things? Right. And like you said earlier, what temperature do you go for if it's not? That's what I was just about to ask. What do you guys, I mean, you guys are the experts. What do you guys dab at? I mean, I guess it depends, not necessarily temperature-wise, but it depends on the nail and how long you wait. I just got a new piece of glass, and that's like a minute, five, minute, ten seconds. 
But it's so relative because I take smaller dabs. And so if you were to hit bigger, you might want to get on it sooner because that heat's going to dissipate. Or just be like D and just go hot. Yeah. yeah. Just go in hot. <laughs> D money. So, so there is no formula for it. You know, you got to just get the touchdown. And if your dabs are different every time because you don't have a homogenized product. Oh, it's such a struggle. I know. I know. <laughs> it's a real struggle, bro. <laughs> Colorado oh, problems. Colorado yeah. problems. Yeah, no, it is. It's, uh, it's one of those. But it. But it's nice to like get the most out of whatever you do like it sucks to have something that's super dope and then for some reason it just doesn't satisfy you and it's you know like okay would but separately you could have but together it would have been the best you know what i mean it's like yeah it's just a pain in the ass like right because everyone's like i like to like dab and then dip it and then it's like <laughs> it, it was all together to be people with. like the ritual part i think mm-hmm. of course are you guys getting more asked to do more cbd products you know, we are. Um, we have a wellness line that has launched not that long ago, and um, it's got a lot of CBD in it. It's, in general, more of a homeopathic type mm-hmm. line that caters to not the stoner demographic. So it's going to be things like bath salts and topicals, suppositories, that whole, you know, that whole realm bath of stuff. Bath salts and suppositories with Max. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you diamonds. Eat the bath salts and... <laughs> Max says, fuck diamonds. I love suppositories. <laughs> Let me tell you about it. I use the diamonds as suppositories. Right. You ever heard that Louis C.K. bit where he talks about he took opium? Suppository. <laughs> I really listen to a lot of comedy when I trim and stuff, and mm-hmm. that, it's just that shit cracks me up, man. I, I don't think I could ever, ever do it, but oh yeah, be tough. Yeah, you may, you may have to. I may have to. Yeah. You may have to. Desperate you times. Shit fucks up when you get older. Mm-hmm. Don't uh, don't hate it till you try it, bro. That's why. Well, that's why I brought up the Louis C.K. thing because he just <laughs> he just cracks me up. <laughs> That, you're, not, you're not allowed to laugh to him anymore. It's against the law. Oh, yeah. By the way. It's so weird. That, oh, yeah. I forgot because of his whole scenario. It's so weird how like, they've just extracted all those people and you're just like, they don't even, like, you can't find it anymore. It's like, what? How did they do that? It's, well, it's because they make them give them a different name. They're not their real name and they can just control them like that, I guess, right? Yeah, not even, I mean, it's just more, That's why Prince changed his name like eight times with the symbols and all the other things. Oh, yeah. So he get out of contract. The rubber band action. Yeah. <laughs> this MacGyver is like a today. serious MacGyver. You got rubber bands, and things strapped together, and little fucking... If I travel with the airport with that, they'd be like, no way, bro. Right. They'd be like, what is, what is this, Mr. Dunn? <laughs> yeah, that's way too homemade looking. Um, so what we'd like to do is we'd like to uh, get uh, Incredibles to do a organic, some grow some organic product so you guys could have an organic line. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We, we would we would support you on that with Buffalo and all of our organic products. We would we would give you a great deal. Certainly, it's definitely something we're open open for talking. If you're about. open, yeah, just a I small mean, spot, anything. Right, right, exactly. You know, having um, well, you having see, commercial grows. There's always opportunity to do experimentation. You know, if you really are capitalizing, then every run you do, you can do a side by side, have a control <coughs> and a variable, and you can decide that there's something that you want to bring on board. Well, we use it all in our our commercial grows, our license grows. So mm-hmm. I mean, we can show you proof of concept, so you don't feel so scared, so you yeah. can actually see it working. We have live worms, live bugs, live everything, Venus flytraps, mm-hmm. all of that fun yeah. stuff. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. You know, so we, we do a child. We, we don't spray anything on our plants. No neem, no essential oils, no anything. Yeah, nothing. We'd be very open to that. You know, two of our three facilities are hydroponic. Um, does your does your stuff work in those applications? I mean, we do have things that do work in those applications. Yes, mm-hmm. but um, we would 
we would like you to try the whole thing, you know, the whole, yeah. the full Monty. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's do it. Let's talk. Yeah, we'd love, to, we'd love to talk to you guys. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of those things where I think if, uh, once you get to that sort of balance point and it's like, and everything's running smooth, it's such a fucking nice feeling because there's, even even so clean clean meds you know the 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 the, the, the stuff that's in it with you guys being in the concentrate business you understand how important and so that's what we're trying to do is really you know promote that we could help people grow this natural way without having to spray all these things on it and then you guys would have the purest cleanest uh concentrate exactly exactly that is a significant thing that a lot of people don't take into consideration when you're a concentrate only you know, right, facility right. Uh, really limits the sort of things that you, you can sneak under the radar with flowers. Get a lot of ladybugs in your fucking columns. Though. <laughs> yeah, feel, and, 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 like, a couple praying mantis, yeah. a ladybug here oh, and yeah, there. Come def- on. You're def- it's all protein, right? Def- it's right. like natural right. organic protein. I'm on board. 100%. <laughs> but I, I had For the it, edibles, you know. I had it recently where every time I'd be vacuuming up the, the sort of uh, live shit that I was going to throw in the freezer, right as I do it, I'd look, and there's mm. fucking like two or three ladybugs going around. I'm like... <laughs> Fucked up, bro. <laughs> You're in the freezer. First one I did. First one freeze I stopped. Dry, first one I stopped. And then I fucking reached in there and got it <laughs> out. You know what I mean? And then I was like looking around and flipping. The, and then I was finally like, oh, I get, all right, I think I'm good. And then sealed it up. And right <coughs> as it's getting sucked out, it's like, look at, looking at me all. I'm like, oh. We're, we're putting ladybugs in mainly to get the larva. The larva is yeah. where, uh, you know, you get, up, you get most of the munch action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what's cool is when they actually start to breed and you yeah. get the babies, and then the first time you get them, you're all scared because you're like, oh no, what is this? I have some <laughs> fucked up alien bugs, you know? And then you're like, oh, that's just a baby. How come it's so big, dude? It's bigger than the fucking it, it is, you know? I mean, they're so yeah. big as a baby. And that thing's worth a lot of money, really, to your garden. Yeah, and they're you know? killing it. Yeah, it's Those hard to get a ladybugs to reproduce indoors. Yeah, yeah I've had it. I had yeah, it now. They're really tough. They're getting mm-hmm. to because yeah, the thing that's also cool is I'm on a farm too. Reproduce. Yeah. Indoors. See, I just had the opposite. I had like I had bought like a bunch of praying mantises, right? And I was waiting, 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 waiting. Like, holy shit, are these things ever gonna fucking hatch? And then they hatch like three days before I have to harvest. I'm like, well, <laughs> now you're fucked because now I can't even find you anymore. Yeah. And I, I took all the ones that didn't hatch, and but they and then it was like they didn't. I don't know. I got kind of a bunk. I got a I got a bunk group. But when they finally hatch, you're like, holy shit. You need shit. to be a high temperature. You yeah, have to, you have to kind of get it that, sort of high for them to really pop. Yeah, that's the problem too because I was in late flowers. Oh, shit, was cold. Right, I was like in. I was like so the one batch that did come out though, it was like holy shit, this is awesome. Like hundred <laughs> little fucking baby lady, <laughs> yeah, yeah. fucking praying mantises. You're like this. Oh, this that's and they the, fight until the alphas emerge. Which oh is really? Cool is too. that how it goes down? Yeah, yeah. and you cool. can actually they're, they're then take them, the adult. We, yeah, we got a bunch and place it like a dog on each plant. So that, that that praying mantis will know this is my plant. Yeah, it's wow. like a territorial. It's pretty cool, man. That is really cool. Yeah, and there's the big, a lot of other the bugs. Big ones, yeah, the big right ones there. are the females too. You, the yeah, you know, the females are the alpha. That, yeah. Did you see that thing online recently that they had the battling bugs where they were punching each other? Oh yeah, the big beetle. Oh, from the those big things were awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was Chaz Science. That- I don't know. On somebody, Instagram? yeah, somebody yeah, put it up, yeah. and I was like, "That is funny, dude." It was like because they were just had these they big were long arms, and they were just fucking yeah. throwing punches. And you were like, "Dude, that looks like a full on beef going down." Like it was like it was proper to watch. That's now that's worth watching right there. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm sure it's entertaining. I had a fish tank that had territorial fish, cichlids, and you know, oh, yeah, you have to, cichlids, you have to rearrange those. the rocks in there so they don't get too possessive over any one area. And so, and the dynamic is really, really interesting to watch. So you saying that about the praying mantises is is fascinating. Yeah. There's a lot of fun Nature stuff. Nature is fascinating. We have, yeah, yeah, we use yeah. everything live. All of, we use live worms. We have a worm farm. 
Mm-hmm. So you awesome. got so you got worms in the actual plants so while they're growing, or yep. just when you yeah you put lots of them in there the whole time, the whole time. Night collars and red wigglers. Nice, nice. And and they're all you do beds or you do like individual. Yeah, we have beds. Yeah, that's, that's I mean, in in reality, if you can if you can do beds, you're gonna get the most like bang for your buck. I think in the long run, just because you can just know that you have like a battery there of fucking nutrients. It's you know a long I mean? ball. And, and we also yeah. use them to compost everything down. So we don't, we have a z- pretty much a zero waste. We, we just grind everything up and put it into the worm bed. We don't have to send it off to have it destroyed outside of the facility because we uh, dispose of it in our facility. Yeah. I read about that recently. They call that the law of return. Is that what, mm-hmm. is that what we're talking yeah. about right now? Cool. Or cycled living soils. We do a, a whole closed loop system like you do. Yeah. Right? It's exactly. like that's what we do. Uh-huh. <laughs> but living, you know, live, you're trying to just reproduce or replicate like the forest and the jungles, you know, mm-hmm. where, you know, pe- things up here die, fall down here, you know, yeah. fertilize the things here, the plants grow bigger, blah, 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 the whole cycle of life. Yeah, yeah. I've always naturally done that with You know, the cycle of life too. shit. Hey, yeah. cycle shit. Hey, hey the microbes. Hey. Bugs. <laughs> Bugs over here. No, but it's also that's why I love beds too because again you, you can actually do that because there's not like leaves falling between your fucking shit and by the time you're you know what I mean like that doesn't you you want them to fall and you want everything to keep rolling yeah. instead of it being like you know anally clean which is cool to but the problem is you just think about like a kid who you protect and he gets super sick later and that's what the plants end up doing too because they don't have like I know my plants are way more resilient when they actually can deal with just in life in general instead of being like here spray it do this baby it and then all of a sudden you you know it just gets one thing and it's fucking dead and that's mm-hmm. that's kind of where I uh, now like at my mom's place where it's exactly where I was saying where I see these baby ladybugs I'm like oh this is great dude it's like I'm not even have to buy anymore because now they're just like they're literally all around the top of the fucking the smart pot or oh, I have a smart uh, bed so it's like a 450 mm-hmm. gallon bed yep and Put, that's what we grow in a four by eight plants bed. In there, you know, that's my three plants in that, yeah. and it works. Grassroots fabrics. So you put worms in there and everything. <laughs> Not the last time, but I will this time. So you use the the red wigglers for the top part, and the African night crawlers for the medium. Nice. And uh, yes. yeah, man, it's it's a game changer Sweet. for everybody out there. It really is a game changer. It's and it's so biology. Simple. It's yeah, and it's I mean, it's, it's yeah, you can't argue. With it's that. the same when your first time you buy when your first time you get predators and you put them in the room and you're like, oh, you shut the door and you're like, cool, now get to work. You know what I mean? And then you're like up there doing the thing and you come back to, and literally, if you hit them at the right time, it's like wow, they did fucking some. They literally did in like two days. Shit's turned around. You know what I mean? And you're like, huh, amazing. You know and. It's, it, because the problem is we're so fucking we want everything instant you know what I mean and you think you're, you always think you're doing a good thing spraying when you're doing it but in the long run when you look back you're like probably doing more damage than good just because you're weakening that fucking plant from a ability to do what it does you know right yeah you want to give it its own you know its own faculties at full capacity so it can so in your and we find that when you're growing and again I, I, I've grown every in every meeting every different way I've grown for I got you know 30 plus years so I found that you get a better uh, terpene profile you get a better you know your your uh, you get more cannabinoid profile is is higher and better and mm-hmm. everything is just seems different when you grow organically right and then people say well look at all this resin look at all this you know look at this 32 percent it's like yeah but that was THC you know all 
pretty much all THC. Did you didn't have any CBNs or you know non-registered CBN, CBG, CBIs? All of those things you know we love mm-hmm. because we're in it more for the medicinal side to, to you know for cancer patients and for people that can actually you know get some help epilepsy, all of these other things that people actually are you know benefiting from this, and so. Our whole approach is is to do that as clean as possible because we don't want to put any other chemicals or any other problems into that plant that's going to be used for somebody that has you know some medicinal problem that they want to use it for. We don't want to add other problems to them. So that's why we believe that you know we're trying to educate people to understand that you can do this in your in your uh, commercial grow. We can help you. We can provide those you know the products that can work. Um, and the other thing is, if something happens and, and there's a mistake or there's one plant gets powdery mildew or something, we cut the plant down. Mm-hmm. We, we cut all the way back down to the, to the clone, to the mom. We, we don't keep any of that plant again because it's in systemically inside. So we understand that and we don't try to cover it up with a bunch of chemicals. And we figure that that will save us in the long run by doing that. It might hurt us for some strains that we worked hard to get or whatever, but it just isn't worth it to us. So that's why, you know, like I said, we we would love to work with you guys and and you know give you the the tools to you know try to try it and see if it works. Yeah, for you. I'm I'm all about it. You know, I'm glad you brought something up because this is a, a debate that goes on for a long time. I love these. Let's debate. Uh-oh. Yeah, yes. I didn't mean to start that. No, no, no it's okay because it's I, intelligence. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not here to. Um, oh yeah, he's gonna ruin defend. everything. Ruin it. Uh, ruin it all, man. No, ruin Max. No, just no, ruin no, everything. No, this is the. Is this a diamond thing? No, <laughs> no. This is a, this, this is a systemic thing. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's right. So the debate is whether or not mildew is a, a systemic problem, or whether it's something oh, that can be treated and Age eliminated. Old. Yeah, right. this is a long thing, and the debate Age continues old. to go. It's like a. Vi- I would say my analogy would be. It was like, I would think it's kind of like a virus, where you know, like it's HIV herpes. or whatever, yeah, herpes, where they no. came up with something that will suppress it and you don't see it anymore but the gene or whatever is still there that's the that's the way i feel about it and i would rather not have to put anything on there just like i said we have a solventless mip right so we do everything solventless so we're trying if we're going to do it solventless we need to talk about something too after okay (laughs) maybe i made a mistake but i'm saying i I do make mistakes i promise you i make mistakes no but we we are just trying to to pursue that level. Yeah. I'm not saying that that our level is for everybody in the whole industry because right. there's a lot of people out there that just want they want weight. They want right. 36% THC. They want whatever that is. That's it. They don't care about anything else. Mm-hmm. And I like the full spectrum side where I I'll smoke a 14% THC strain and I will be blitzed. It's crazy. Literally that's so true. I mean, blitzed. That's, that's I mean, I can't even think straight when I smoke this one strain. And I'm like, my whole body feels better. I have like this tingly feelings, you know, all that stuff like in your in, in like your synapses or whatever it's called. So yeah. I, I I like that. Right. You know, I like to right. feel really buzzed. You know, real, like like what Adam was talking about earlier, where sometimes you just keep smoking, you don't get high. I like that's what we believe that you know that there's all these other cannabinoids and and, and terpenes that just blow you away when yeah. you do when you you know when you. You smoke or add those in, even well, yeah, like now, you were now, saying. Now everything is so um, lab tested and all that right. bullshit. So that's why everyone's like, oh, you can't smoke it because it's not this. And people come in and, and buy. It's like it's how people buy alcohol, too. You roll in right. and they go, is right. this, yeah, how much was this got? Oh, I'll take it. You know what I mean? It's like they don't really think about 
how it tastes or flavor. Just kind of I want to hear more on your point. Is there yeah. Who? The, yeah. the root? The, 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 the everything yeah, killer? Kill it. Kill it. So here's the debate. And, um, right. and I think one of the things for – I personally am on the opposition side, but I'm open to you know, persuasion. I'm a very open-minded yeah. person, and I want to grow um, as a person and grow weed. Right. Um, but uh, – yeah. So – so the idea is, the reason that I ask is because I don't know how necessary it is to go all the way back to the clone or the mother and destroy all of those if it's not a systemic problem. Now, the reason that, my, this is all my assumption, my opinion right now, um, I think that a bunch of people jumped on the systemic idea because there's products to treat powdery mildew that are systemic applications. They go inside the plant. Mm-hmm. but not because the powdery mildew is necessarily in the plant. They're just trying to give it resistance from within to deal with it. And, and again, I'm going to take another fish tank reference, actually, if you've ever had one. I'll take one fish tank reference. <laughs> um, You're only allowed one, two mulligans. <laughs> so it's kind of like ick in a fish tank, if you're familiar with it, or staph infection mm. in the world. And so ick in a way, is similar to staff. What happens is that there's fish, they can get it, and it looks like little air bubbles or pieces of salt that are on, you know, just the body of the fish. Uh-huh. And it's a disease. Um, it's been a while since I've had a tank, so, you know, maybe don't quote me on that. Maybe it's a virus. Um, but, you know, it doesn't affect every fish in the tank. It's uh-huh. only the ones that have weakened immune systems and are susceptible to it. Yeah. And the idea is so that herpes, this basically. ick problem is everywhere in the tank, just like staph is on my skin, it's on the table. But the people that get staph infections are the people with compromised immune systems. And right. they don't have you know, the internal ability to fight off what it needs. And right. I think this goes back to organic growing, where if you give the plant everything it needs to operate at 110%, it's firing on all its cylinders, then I could see that being a much stronger plant and having a way better chance of dealing with, you know, a fungal infection. That's what, that, that's exactly what we do. That, that's we're what not, we, we we're not feeding that. the plant though. I will say that. No, no. Yeah. We're, we're feeding the soil. The soil is really what the immune system is coming from. Right, right. Right. But so then the idea is that if you can, you know, the spores are everywhere. Spores right. in general are everywhere. You right. know, even if your garden's clean, if you're growing commercially in Denver, there's a dude right down the street from you that is growing that has powdery mildew or has a, a five problems that you don't want. Well, right. so my, my, all of my information is coming from uh, a Dr. Tom Handworker, PhD from Cornell. Okay. He works with me. Okay. So he's the one that basically has explained all that to me. Now, I'll explain to you kind of what you just said, and it would make, which makes very good sense to yeah. what he has explained to me, is just like not every kid gets chicken pox, mm-hmm. but it's in their, they could have the virus in them, mm-hmm. and, okay. and it, it okay. doesn't come out and yeah. show to the world, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or they don't, uh, so the other thing, right? Just you can go off of other things besides some other viral, like yeah. HIV, might, you might, doesn't have AIDS or whatever, but it has HIV mm-hmm. and it doesn't, you don't look like you're sick, but right. you have it in your body. And it, then if your immune system does it could get compromised, right. then it shows. Yeah. So that, I believe in the same thing that you're mm-hmm. saying. I think it's all this, I think what you're saying is exact, almost exactly the same. Right. It's just that we, that's what we do is, and going back to the forest or jungle references that 
all of those big, huge trees and all those stuff was all, nobody went out there and watered it and sprayed neem and did all these crazy things to it to make it grow really big, right? Mm -hmm. That all had to do with in, in the forest floor. Yeah. And that was the deep composition of the fallen trees and the leaves that came down and the, and the dead animals and the dead insects and the dead microbes and everything that was the circle of life, mm -hmm. sure. the yeah. rhizosphere. Yes. Right. So that, that's what we, we promote. And then, again, what we hope does for you as a extractor gives you very clean, pure all yeah. of the terpene profiles, all of those, and it doesn't have to be interfered with by some outside chemical, mm -hmm. uh, something that adds to that testing. Certainly. So, because we're all on these testing things, and it's like something could show up, and you don't even know how you, how that happened, mm -hmm. right? And so, we just believe that how we're that we're happen? not going to put anything because so many people in this industry, and I've been in it from day one, um, and and everybody tells you, you know. This is a great thing. Remember Guardian or whatever oh. told us how great it was, and we all used it, oh, and then we all God. tested hot on a test sometime yeah, or something. It was and you were like, yet. "What the heck?" It's organic. Yeah, it's, it's organic. Great. Never has yeah. one thing. So we were duped. Right. We were duped at you know the grow stores. That was one reason we bought a grow store uh, just recently. Is is that. We want to try to change that. they had a lot of that. Guardian in the basement, and you were like, we, yeah, Yep, they had. Uh, shit, yeah. right? I think that was thrown away pretty fast. <laughs> but uh, like, not from us bitch. either. I want all no, that Guardian. Yeah, it's still there. <laughs> no, um, but the reason, the reason that we want to try to change that up is that we, we believe that people have been misled a lot at grocery stores. Mm -hmm. So yeah. they've been told things because of the big, huge companies. We, yeah. We're not supposed to say names, right? Big, huge companies. <laughs> no, it's, go very in much there. Like, it's very much like a doctor. It's, like it's like how doctors <laughs> have been there, compromised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Lobbyists, the like government, like, okay, all of that stuff. really need this. It, but it's the same thing. You get money if you sell more yeah, of that yeah. than that. So. Exactly. Yeah, we yeah, we yeah. get a bigger bonus or commission or whatever for pushing this product, and sure. they didn't even know it was in it. Yeah, yeah. So that's the way we kind of are looking at, like, we want to bring it back to where if somebody comes into our store and they want to know how to, to not grow with synthetics, we, were, we have classes, we have education. Awesome. We actually sponsor a lot of events that do, the, that do that with Denver Normal and different other events. And, well, with Adam, because he really likes organics. So we, uh, we, we want to put it out there that, you know, we're willing to teach people how to do it. Yeah. So the scary thing for most people is, this is organics, my house is going to smell like piss and <laughs> shit and blah, blah, blah. And I, I can't do that to my house. Right. And we, we just, we say, that's because you're pouring all these crazy things. May, you know, if you just do the soil and make it this way and put a bunch of bugs and we sow mites and springtails and, you know, all kinds of other things besides just the worms. Mm -hmm. But we're, you know, that this is what we want to show people. Are springtails good for your rhizosphere? Uh, yes, I did, I did they're that. As long awesome. As there's organic matter. Yeah, they have to break down. They're gonna go. They're gonna eat thing, or you know, they're they're the biggest, or what I was told is they're the largest. Uh, per, or they break down more organic matter per size than anything else on the planet. I did not know that. Yep. Cool. So that was one thing that we when we put a lot of cover crops and everything in, so those are dying and falling down in. They're those things are decaying, and that's what the springtails are eating. I feel naive thinking that those weren't beneficial. Actually, they're great. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, they poop and pee a lot. To they be honest, lot when I first got them, I freaked out and threw it away. Yeah, yeah, Everybody yeah. Everybody does. <laughs> I wish I would have known. Right now, yeah. hindsight. And then you see the little red, little red mites going around. And you're going, oh my god, I got, red, I got mites now. Oh my god, and then they're the good mites too. Right. And then you got the hypoaspis and. There's mm -hmm. so many good bugs that people would be scared of if they saw it in their in their 
their stuff, right? Yeah. We got a couple beneficials we use. We use Neocilius, Californicus. Yes, um, Californicus. Aureus, yes. Insidiosus. I don't know if I'm pronouncing these right. Yes. Me neither. I can't pronounce any of them. Uh, <laughs> I Close enough. Close enough. Right. I'm trying to think of what the third one is. Um, the Swarsky? No, it's not raining. Permissia, per the, the... If I hear it, if I hear it, I'll know it. Do you know, Telly? No, you yeah. All right. Oh well. That's good. At least you yeah. guys are doing something, right? Yeah. Yeah. We want to promote that. That's all cares. Right. You know, we we just want people to start trying to think about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, most people go to Whole Foods or they buy stuff that's organic when they go to you know Safeway or whatever. Yeah. And we just feel the same way. If you're gonna put this in your body, if you're gonna eat a candy bar, right? right? Yeah. I'd rather have it be natural or mm-hmm. organic and. Well, if I'm gonna use a suppository, right, right, yes, of course. Exactly. <laughs> if I'm doing that, man, diamond, I gotta have it like totally organic, that, so. totally organic. <laughs> I need a, organic hand wash yes, for afterwards. Like, Bronner's, totally. Dr. Bronner's, Dr. Bronner's, Dr. Bronner's. Tell you where we are. Yeah, Steve. I see. Telly's ready to go. He was like, "We gotta eat." Look at him; he's fading away. Yeah, no, I think it's. I think we got to roll. But gentlemen, okay. sounds good. Well, thanks pleasure. for coming through. So neat to meet you guys. Yeah. We have all your products. So. We have all your Thanks, products man. in our store, so we were really excited to we'll see. We'll do some. We'll exchange info and let's make something happen. Oh, cool, absolutely! Man. And now you got to do is talk to Adam. He's my agent. All right, easy enough. <laughs> really nice to meet you, Max. Of course. Yeah, really. Thanks, right, Max. One hundred percent. Thanks, Telly, also for coming through. Gentlemen, have a good afternoon. Once again, the incredible guys are gone. They're so incredible. Those guys. Those guys. Incredible. And they got the vendor girl that I can't think of her name off the top of my head, but she comes to our store all the time. She's super. Uh, Colorado Springs. Uh, um, Tiffany. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She comes to our store all the time. She's awesome. We we say big shout out to to Incredibles. Thank you guys. Thanks, man. Thank you guys, hundred percent. And then there were two. Uh oh. So have you ever? Dun, 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 you've dun. never grown with uh, worms and the springtails and the whole like. System? Not like a. F- I mean, no, not really the full program. I'd sp- I mean, I would do. Uh, you know, we always had ladybugs, and we always brought in. We always brought in like I, I tried the lace wings. Uh, oh yeah, lace wings. The larvae are awesome. They, the, were, the they, other, they yeah. were good for a spurt, but then they left a mess. They leave a little mess behind. You know, you're like, these guys are messy. I don't want them to. I want them to leave less of a mess. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, Just get a little praying mantis. And oh, I know, and that was the thing. I was all stoked about it too, and then it was literally it would bum me out because it was like, oh, I can't even. I tried to catch them. I caught like one or two, but it was like, ah. Uh, too late. They were just. They, they just were all over out. our floor. I was in there yesterday at the grow, and they were just everywhere on the floor. I was trying to walk around them. It was wild. I was like, "What in the hell?" <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's definitely awesome uh, to have. Just because, like, even when you see one in the wild, you know, you're always as a kid that was like the coolest fucking thing ever. It looks like an alien, right? They, they look just like the alien head. They really. But when they get older, they're not really going after what we're going after, right? They're kind of like taking pop shots here. Yeah, and there. they're more of like a. A generalist, I would say. Because uh-huh. like, when they're larvae, they must be chowing like maniacs, right? Yeah. When they're little, they're brown, and they kind of hang out in the soil more. Yeah. And then when they start to move almost to like a teenager age, yeah. they'll turn pink and kind of do both leaves and soil. And then when they become an adult, like I was saying, they turn green. Yeah. And then you can literally just place them. Yeah. And then it's like a little dog. <laughs> it's pretty, that's <laughs> pretty dope. Your plant. Yeah, that's dope. And, but uh, it does eat everything. It's like what I think what you're asking was, yeah, like, you know, I mean, what does it go after? It's the it'll alpha of it'll still eat. Like if you, it, I probably I'm not sure if it eats the russet mites. They're 
pretty small. small. Yeah, yeah. But anything spider mite size or whatever, yeah. they'll tear, they'll eat those. If they'll just look like that's like you know French fries or whatever. Exactly. You know? That's what I say. They just, <laughs> they're, but they're not. Because, that's like the because what always buffalo wings. What always appetizer. You know, ladybugs are like so cool because you don't feel grossed out when you have them because you're like these are cool. But then you never really get to see the action. Like it doesn't even like you have to really pay attention because they just look like they're like like my mom's dog where you they just walk right past the food every time you know and you're like what it's right there dude look at it it's waiting for you you know they're just like eh whatever but they do do it at some point in mm-hmm. time it's just they don't they're definitely not like attack you know <laughs> but apparently I mean you, you when you see them they never do nothing but they're grazing the whole time you know you think. Yeah. Yeah, they get out of the bag and they're usually trying to procreate, you know, trying to uh-huh. to do it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, get down to it. Um, and uh, but in general, how much like you guys hit it every two weeks with most things and kind of keep it up to date, or because that's what I always noticed. I don't was even it? know if every two weeks is you know it's kind of more just like how your system is going. Like mm-hmm. if you start to right, see if you, yeah, because uh, we're we're actually growing every or we're actually trying to cultivate everything in our grow. So we have a you know worm beds in there that that have rove beetles that have springtails they have worms mm. they have uh, you know the the hypoaspis um they're, they're, we just basically load it up, and then it's a battle royal. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> we just like the the only you know the survival of the fittest. They all the ones that live are so badass. It's, you know, it's just it's awesome. Right. Yeah. Well, and, and at a certain point, obviously, when there's less to eat, then there's going to be like die off of certain ones. That it's right. Been, right. Yeah. But that's why we that's what we do is we kind of keep the uh, what we put the cover crop and everything in there, so there's a lot more. Um, spaces for the ladybugs and everybody to you know lay their eggs because they lay them up under the leaves and things like that you know under the grass blades of grass Uh so uh, there's a lot there's a lot more and we don't ever change our soil we leave it in the bed we don't ever move it so it's always there same Mm -hmm. same soil same every harvest it's growing right there we don't add stuff for veg and add stuff for bloom you know we do a couple teas at the beginning when they're in their veg you know state that we would put in there but it's still, you know, it'll still be in the soil when it goes into bloom as well. Mm-hmm. And then, like, when your initial mix, though, are you guys putting a like really heavily amending in the very, very beginning, or is it like? It's really more the the worms and, and top more. Yep. So you'd have like lava mm-hmm. rock, like a base mix, a little mm-hmm. bit of a Canadian sphagnum peat moss, right. uh, vermicompost, and then a high end uh, compost. Yeah, cool. the buffalo compost. Yeah. So just pretty <laughs> exactly. the buffalo. So pretty pretty light to begin with, in a sense, actually. Yeah, not, not I mean, less is we, more with that stuff, and then you can yeah. kind of build as as your plant starts to grow. Yeah. And to be honest, the first grow you're gonna kind of be disappointed with. Hmm. That's just the truth of it. Yeah, like if you're it, really it, going it, all the way and trying to build that up and not because you don't want to overdo it. The, yeah. the problem is, is that a lot of people just throw try to throw everything in there, and mm-hmm. then they start burning, and their plants look like crap, and they're like organic suck. And I'm like, yeah. You used way too much. I mean, you didn't need all that. We make a, a product soil alive, and all you have to do is top dress that in. You know, with some of the down to earth. We 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 really love down to earth products as well. Mm-hmm. The bio live and the soil live. We mix that in and top dress that in, and it just uh, you know it slow releases over mm-hmm. the next couple of weeks out, and the worms will be eating thing. You know, br- breaking down those decomposing uh, cover crop that's in there, and right. some of the decomposing cannabis leaves that we were you know that we put back in after we weigh them out. <laughs> we have to go through a lot of process in our in our system, so it's weird. 
<laughs> but we're able to keep it all in the, in the in the building. We don't we don't take take any waste outside other than our trash that we throw away, you know, during the day, like right. you know, paper towels and gloves or something like so that. So when you're and saying to, like you have to try take, to reuse everything. So when you take leaves off and have to go away and then bring them back and then use them um but we would I mean is it, it has just, to go into it, the other room and to be weighed we have to weigh it out and yeah. you have to all your waste has to be uh cal- it has to be tagged and yeah. has to be uh, accounted for right so when we pull any or leaves are brown or dying or anything like that we yeah. we take those off and then we go to you know we t- put them together put them on the scale weigh it up and then we you know after we log that into the metrics then we are able to put that either in our warm beds or we're able to put it back into the top dressing into the beds. Right. Seems like a long process. Isn't that right? weird? Like, yeah, it's like, like it, yeah, yeah. we're we but want once, to do it the it's right like way. It's like pushing a snowball up a hill. That's yeah, why it yeah, takes a little yeah. bit. But then I'm, I promise you, Adam, when when that snowball starts to go down the hill, right. it's so the, easy. The, the, the work day is comical. Especially yeah, if you're just couple days like you have to water instead for, of cocoa. You know, you're watering every day. Different, but for like the average homegrower trying to grow their own stuff, yeah, go back outside and enjoy life. You know, quit worrying about pH. I don't worry about pH anymore. No PMs. Right. The worms take care of all of that stuff. Yeah. The soil food web takes care of all that stuff for me. So yep. like the first, and that and that's I think what it, what fucks people up in the very beginning is that when they put it all together, and then the first we also add fu- time, fungus in there too, fungi, and uh-huh. so we we're we're using bacteria and fungus. So mm-hmm. there's there's mycorrhiza, which in the hyphae and looks people. That was the other thing I was going to say earlier when they were here is that most people will throw their pot away because they see this white moldy substance on the top and they just think that that's horrible. Yeah. It's going to kill them. Right. And it's actually really, really good. And they should have never thrown their soil away. So that, that's some of the things that we want to educate people on. And, mm-hmm. and, and we don't want them to feel like, you know, every, every one of us, even in uh, synthetics or in organics, we've made mistakes. That's how you learn. I mean, that's, that's what helps you get better is you have to go through that personally and if you do happen to make a mistake, then you know, you know. And if you don't, then you know that you didn't do, need it. You know, well, that you did it right. That, that is the biggest problem nowadays: is that people are a lot of people are under pressure though because they are working for yes. somebody who's like if they fuck up. That's why I went and started job, my own company. That's exactly so. why I own my own licenses that's, now because I was fair, getting right? you know told I couldn't do stuff. Well, it's fair that the commercial growers, if you've been growing that way, mm-hmm. and you know on your rails and you you have it so dialed in, like the gentleman. Mm-hmm. I mean. I understand why you probably it goes in one year and out the other because this is your style and I totally get that and yeah. I don't want us to ever come across that like yeah this we is we the only we way. own a grow store and we'll sell uh, you, you cannabis, everything you know, <laughs> so whatever you want to buy but we sure. believe there's a certain way that would help the environment that would help everybody's health that would help everything and we believe that way would be better that's the way we feel you mm-hmm. know we don't want to. Tell somebody that they have well, to change for twenty key, years. I think the key if they to, don't want to. to turn a lot of people's ears is price, because people start to realize, like, oh shit. So what don't I have to buy? You know what I mean. And if you can compare that on a scale that makes sense to a lot of people, then you might get them to turn turn their style. And we also do our own ferments, so we would teach them how to go and grow the thi- or the thistle that's a weed in their backyard that has those big purple flowers on the bulbs on top right that thing's awesome the dandelions that's in your backyard mm-hmm. they're awesome they mm-hmm. have their their dynamic accumulator they have all of the npks that you're looking for in your bottles yes. we can do that for you in real live plants we grow comfrey we grow pumpkins we grow um thistle we grow lemongrass we grow all of this in our grows and we make our own 
nutrients and we compost everything in the grows. So we don't do anything outside and, and people are saying can't be done and they've been telling us that for years and it's right. being done. Nice. And being so, you, done. so growing those indoor, because that's one of the things that's also funny to watch is cannabis growers, a lot of them are really good growers, but then they don't, can't do nothing else. <laughs> like they can't grow anything else. They're just like locked in on this one fucking yeah. plant. Do you guys have, how do you, how do you separate, like what kind of grow, like for instance, like lemongrass, how is that, how is that for indoor growing? Because it's going to seem like a very easy. All of that would be done through the microbes. I mean, everything that, almost everything that you want to grow for cannabis can be yeah. grown in a living soil. Yeah. Including it, aloes. It, it all so really you're growing it in the same bed, so I'm saying. Oh, no, 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 separate it's separate. Yeah. Especially, okay. I mean, I learned from your show that like the, the bucking or what's the, that comfrey, the special comfrey? Um, the... Like a bucket, the balking or something like that. Uh-huh. And I, I think it was Mitch that was talking about that. But that opened my eyes when I started being like, "Wow, there really is food everywhere for cannabis." And when I first walked into a grow store, you know, they mm-hmm. act like this is like unicorn pee, and we have to pay. The more money you spend back then, it was like the better grower you were. Or something. Sure. Yeah, you know? yeah, that was the problem. Program Running house and gardens, getting all the shooting powders and all the fancy, right? <laughs> oh, all thousands cool of stuff. dollars, and you have four plants in your closet. It's oh, like yeah. what? <laughs> well, How it's, much return is this going to give me? <laughs> I mean, I mean this is How many, the industry. How am I going to turn this over? The industry is definitely. Uh, it's one of those things where it's only when you get to a certain scale is it even worth the. A lot of times buying stuff because you're like, oh, okay, now I guess it makes sense now. But if you're doing it, it's like cooking. It's like going to cook one meal. And have it buy every herb you need for it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then it's like, wow, that's a really expensive meal. All of a sudden, like it right. turned into like it went from like the cheapest, easiest thing to like I needed to buy five different herbs. They all cost me three bucks to five bucks each, and I just spent like you know, fucking twenty five bucks on that. And then I need the main, you know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. like okay, that was expensive, but the idea is, yeah, you can now you can cook twenty fucking times, but you get sick of that recipe, <laughs> so you're like, well, that was a waste of money, but it wouldn't be a waste. If you get to that scale, you know what I mean, where you're actually either using it multiple, once you're on the third run or fourth run, you're like, okay. It takes about a year, I would say, and then you're going to be singing its praises after that. Sure. So as long as you're willing to notice that it's a long ball play, I feel Mm. like, you know, I encourage people to try it. I encourage people to read uh, or follow Dr. Elaine Ingham's videos and Jeff Lowenfeld's videos just to... You know, educate yourself both, because both guests on the show. Exactly, <laughs> that's where that's where I learned that. So both was, former guests. Yeah, no, great. Yeah, uh, I, I was all bummed. I thought you guys were giving me those books last time. I was like, yeah, I got those books. And I was like, hey, oh, I didn't know you didn't know. Yeah, we'll get yeah, you the no, books. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I, was, yeah. I was just kidding. I was like, oh, I thought it was all my. I would want you to read those we books. You, yeah, we'll, sure. I'll buy you ten yeah. of them if you. They're great. I mean, they're great. It's just because my wife was asking about it. I was like, oh yeah, that's the fucking that's the Bible right there. Yeah, the trilogy for sure. Yeah. And uh, such, such a great guy too. That's one of those things. Absolutely. The Lord of the Roots. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When you Absolutely. hang out with you hang out with him too, it's like he gets so fucking excited. There was a a woman uh, at some booth that was showing uh, a process for doing stuff on the field, and he was yeah. so excited, and he was just like, "Ah, you got to see this thing." <laughs> <laughs> I love that he he's a, that he's a weed nerd too. You know? He really right. Only the one thing I thought was really funny when he was telling me is that he pees in his plants or pees in his plants. Sorry. Oh, what do you think much, about too that? much information? Um, I thought he said that on the show. He may, yeah, you know, he did. He did. Oh, he I did. did. He did. I don't want to reveal anything, that, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. thought go that watch, was kind of a weird watch the nitrogen. Yeah, a little nitrogen fixing action here. Right? It's a, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it depends on your diet, obviously, hugely. Um, Urea and. Uh, yeah, exactly. I know a few people that are yeah that, that swear by it, bro. You know, but. And, and, 
That's that have, hippie magic right there, I have there, to say, right? I, I, I've, been guilty, I've been guilty of just doing it in my outdoor plants for fun once in a while here and there. Like, can't hold it, whatever. So tell me, does it work? <laughs> no, I didn't really. I didn't. Oh. I'm just kidding. Okay. No, but it was a, it's definitely one of those things where it, it, I'm sure it has some short, I mean, I think if you peed on the same fucking plant every day for like the whole cycle, it would not be good. You'd fuck, you'd fuck that shit up. I wish too. my diet was good enough that you know you could I mean? probably, you'd fuck yeah. that shit up. That would be all yeah. be salted out and whacked out or something like that. But but I could see maybe if somebody did it once in a while, a little dab, a little diddle, a little diddle, you know, <laughs> might have some benefit. <laughs> maybe we could ask him one day what it. Oh yeah, we yeah. can definitely get him back on that for that one. Um, so well, I mean, it's great that you guys have that direction because that's one of those things. It's I, it's what I preach uh, more than I do, obviously, but at the same time. Uh, it's just hard. I know. I, I, I know the the handicap that people have, where it's like sure. letting go of control. Like pH is kind of like you feel like you're doing something every time. Like at least I'm doing something. You know? yeah. I know that. You know. I know I'm giving them that at that. And if things go wacky, it's something inside. And then it's usually you know it's mechanical or something, overwatering, et cetera, whatever, whatever that problem may be. But um, you just have to go back and figure it out. Where I do love the idea of uh, of like a normal garden where like not not a cannabis garden but a regular garden where you know shit shouldn't be too out of whack once you have enough actual living help you know what i mean sure and uh do you have any uh do you guys have any other secrets for like helping things replicate more or is there like because i know they have the ladybug houses sometimes you can get so actually one of the main things i would say we we love to teach people is that you can get a, a few worms for yourself and buy and make sure that it's an organic avocado you cut an X into the avocado, almost like a, like a potato, if you mm-hmm, will. Mm-hmm. Kind of squish it a little bit, and then you stick that down into the uh, medium itself. The worms that are down there will come up because of the fats. Mm-hmm. Worms are hermaphrodites, so the goal is to get them to touch. As soon as they touch, that avocado oh, almost breeding. becomes a fraternity house, if you will. Yeah, and they rep, you know, reproduce like crazy. Huh. And I really think that since worms fraternity are expensive, house. it's a fraternity house it's for sure. Fraternity yeah. So you house. can take like four or five of them and put them in like a 25-gallon pot. You can just make your own worms. Now, now, like we, guess we own a worm farm. And now you're and improving on nature. And we're giving you this, this information, if that tells you anything. Yeah, no, that's awesome. We, we just want people to grow good beds. We want yeah, we want want to be clean. Yeah, I mean... Go back to nature, read the books that we're talking about. Yourself, you can come to the stores and the places that we, you know, either have our products that use our products, or we can show you and tell you where those places are. Or you can come to our stores. We, you know, we own our. What's your What's your favorite um, tea? Sort of, uh, do you have like a prepackaged thing, or like Bounty, Bounty, or any of those kind of companies that people are already familiar with? Or I I really think mix, mix it up. So I like like an Ollie Mountain fish compost. Uh-huh. Um, obviously, our compost teas, mm-hmm. um, and then you can uh, some blue corn malta malta barley. Malted barley teas. Uh, we so do a bunch of different teas. yeah sprouted teas. Right. So we do at different times. We're doing different things. Sweet, and I mean I think that's like what what I love when you when you have a good tea uh, plants just. That's when you get the instant happiness. You know, that's like when you get the praying leaves. Right? Yeah, that's, yeah, and that's when you're like, oh, okay. That's I'm doing, when you're like, okay, yeah, yeah, what I'm doing else something. Can I do? <laughs> I'm doing something good, I guess. You know what I mean? So I, didn't I, have to pH. Yeah, <laughs> right. And then um, doesn't that sound nice? Never having to worry about that. It does, of course. Now, do you guys have? Uh, you guys use like Vortex Brewers, or do you have what kind of brewing? Well, we were use, we have used uh, Tate's uh, Brewer. 
Is that yeah, the, the Kikita Kikita Life? Life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's there. I got, so one, I got one of those. The Vortex Brewer, I've used that before. Um, a simple five-gallon bucket with a strong... You have to have a strong pump. I mean, right. you can't just buy, like, a little aquarium pump because it's yeah, not strong. Yeah, it's got to move, move it. A lot of yeah. variation. Yeah, move like, it a little if it, Yeah, if you can get the water to gyrate, that's probably where you're at. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, a little yucca extract. And I will say, yeah. what do you think... Uh, <clears throat> speaking of Dr. Lane Ingham, she talks about where cannabis already has so much bacteria thriving in the soil itself mm-hmm. that adding uh, molasses, you know, to a tea mm-hmm. is, is almost, like, pointless because you're just going to grow the alphas, if you will, of the shotgun approach of the microbes that we're trying to add. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it's kind of just like you're giving well, an unfair I, advantage to uh, those microbes that thrive. Um, the ones on you're trying the to grow, yeah, you're trying to do right, the certain little, microbes and you mm-hmm. want those to thrive and you don't want, what he's, I think what he's saying is you don't want to add, add it into the soil where there's these other ones that you're not wanting to grow mm-hmm. as fast. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're saying? Is that what you're trying yeah, to say? You're feeding you can, everything a little bit. You can right, almost kind of like speed all, up the yes. wrong ones yeah, because right. it took yep. the time. It's almost like so. on hydro when you um, have like clear tubing and you have nutrients and yeah, you forget that. Sunlight. And then you got the light and you're yeah. like, oh, why are my shit turning green? Yeah, and you're like, well, we have to eliminate one of those fucking factors and yeah. you might be able to pull it off. But besides that, yeah, you're fucked up. And then uh, again, yeah, something like that. Or, you know, you're just feeding the wrong one at that point. Right. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Or potentially, I guess the, it's more yeah, like the, the potential. potential it is could there. be. I mean, it, it's not saying every time it's horrible, mm-hmm. but if you have the wrong ones in there, and that you just, you know, the. I think also with the molasses stuff too, it's like uh, people like it's so funny in NorCal. There was a certain time, you know, at that time of year, and the truck would pull into town, and it'd just be like people running up again. Slart, you know, everyone would be filling up their jugs and With going it. back. And it was like, it just people. It, we really stopped using it into flour. It has a, it, when that's exactly what he was saying, it's feeding the bacteria. Uh-huh. And when we're trying to turn it uh, like anaerobic or something like that, well, almost. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, or, the potential. I mean, it's really it's, more the potential. As long as you have a strong pump gyrating, mm-hmm. you probably got enough oxygen in there. But, right. Yeah. And that's the key, I guess, right there is just to get the right oxygen. Oxygen is yeah. king. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I mean, teas are teas are great though because it definitely, like I said, it's like when the first time you're like, okay, I see something popping off uh, the way it should be. Um, so, what is the name of your tea that you guys? Because you have different batches or the buffalo compost tea. Yeah, the it's compost the plant tea. food tea is the way it says on the, the little pellets with the ones with the little things, or is it the little tin? The little, little tin. The little pellets is yeah. just the compost itself, which you can use. Not the for pellets, tea. but the um, the the bags, the little tea bag kind of things did any of those too uh, ours is in a tin i know which ones you're talking yeah. about but we yeah used to have, they used to have those okay those are the before, old ones yeah back before we I got there i still have one of those somewhere. i still have <laughs> we, one uh, of those. i got we one we eliminated a few products that <laughs> we didn't think were right for what we were trying to go for but the, yeah. and it wasn't I that for you but so, yeah. okay so yeah. i'll have to go down for sure um so so that's under the buffalo uh label but then you guys are doing any other like uh for the now now that you got the grow shop are you guys going to do Oh yeah, we're gonna we're, have yeah, everything. We we're, dra- we, so we're out reaching out to Dragonfly. <laughs> right, that's medicine. what. Yeah, we just Dragon, talked to DEM Dragonfly Earth, Earth Medicine, and then we're um, we're trying to uh, we're actually reaching out to everybody in the community and asking them what kind of products maybe they've seen out there that we don't know about. Because mm-hmm. a lot of organic natural products are like small craft. You know, it's kind of mm-hmm. like a craft beer, right? So that's that's what we're we're trying to find. Maybe there's some more stuff out there that we would like to know about that might be somewhere where we could bring in and put it in the store. So yeah, we're we're open. But we we, we, we have like an Ambeza 
which oh, is a unique have product Beza. from oh, man. Uh, Rich. Rich, yeah. Yeah, big shout out. So to that kind of stuff. Beza. We love him. Got we local Colorado guys that, yep, that local. do it right. That's what we're after. Yep. We so tell me how you use that in your program because that seems like oh, it's the spectrum a little bit when you're using it because it's just like, oh, it's kind of. So it's a tea. This is for the commercial side. It, oh, it's the, a tea. Oh, the tea products, okay. So this is a, you, yeah, you asked, this is all tea. This is everything that we make with uh, from, from Rich, from Ambeza. Mm-hmm. He has uh, er, uh, veg tea, which is, you know, has other different things as, than, the, uh, than the bloom teas. Then mm-hmm. he has four different bloom teas. Mm-hmm. And then he also has a, a microbe uh, mix. That is amazing. I mean, mm-hmm. literally, they. Now, I wasn't the one that tested. You guys are carrying Rootwise, I assume. Rootwise too. We we, we haven't would, got his stuff in, but we would love to. Uh, we'd reach out. Please uh, reach out to us, Rootwise. We would love uh-huh. to have your stuff in there. We've tried to reach out to uh, Build a Soil, uh, you know, to see what their interest was, mm-hmm. but. We haven't heard back from them, so um. I'm sure Jeremy's. Uh, we'll get back to you at some point. Yeah. It's all right. I yeah. mean, the cool the cool point is that you guys are actually doing it. It's not just like you want to. Right. We want to. We want everybody that has organic products to be in our store. Mm-hmm. That would be our 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 choice. And there's a bunch of. Uh, and that's the cool thing too is there's like I know a few that I uh, we'll talk about after the show that are pretty dope that are. Oh, we like, love. We like, want you to give like, us all the information. <laughs> yeah. That's why we're here, man. Because <laughs> exactly. you like have been doing this from day one. With your seed company and everything, and I mean, I well, I really before I came to the show, I didn't realize that was your company. Oh right. And I'd grown your seeds before, yeah. <laughs> or That's your right. plants, mm-hmm. and so I was I was kind of a kind of like when Chem Dog was just here, it was kind of <laughs> shock and awe kind of thing for me, because right. I'm like, wow, I grew that strain. That's amazing that I just met the person that actually made that strain. It's kind of weird. It's like a, you know, kind of like a kid or whatever, you know, or. Yeah, you know, I always, I always, I always tell everybody, like all us stoners, especially our generation and our age group, because right. we're exactly on point with each yeah, other. Yeah, sixty nine, right? Yeah, June June fifteenth. <laughs> so we're like four days apart, yeah. and uh, you know, the reality is that a lot of us, uh, you know, not a hundred percent, because obviously we wouldn't get where we were, but we were all kind of stuck at around sixteen. You know, what I mean, sixteen, seventeen, yeah. right when we're, when life was good. You know, what I mean, like skateboards, <laughs> BMX bikes, <laughs> exactly. And, it was like uh, this donkey, and it was just. Straight skunk. Yeah, and that, was oh, our, that was, and that was our like sort of okay. This is cool. We'll stop around here, but then we had to, of course, yeah, adapt to get to the to modern life as we speak. But uh, no, it's cool to cool to uh, see the travels as they from both of us kind of end up in this similar spectrum. Yeah, it's it's really been amazing. It, I, you know, like I said, when I heard like you I got were a great, born the same year, and I saw that, and then you were the same month. I was like, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always <coughs> funny, right? Then you start comparing, like. How do I look? <laughs> How do I look? Do I look better or worse? I look worse. Oh, I just for I sure. Just, I just got a haircut, so I, I got a little advantage on you right now. I looked like yeah. I, I looked way. I looked so bad the other day. Like the last week, I was like, watching the show. My hair was popping up and everything. I was like, all right, you know what? Probably a good idea to go get a haircut before the, before this next important show. So sorry to sorry to have to do that to you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, so I saw you look dapper uh, when we were out in San Francisco, man. Uh, yeah, I have to. Yeah, the, I have to the first time up. I think I've only ever seen you in like a suit. In a suit, and I, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's a rare sighting. You have the hat. Yep, got yeah, the hat. Got to have the, gotta have the hat, the suit, the whole nine yards. You know, boom. So, um, what, so you got the what's the name of the shop again? Well, it was Green Vic- Farms Feed and Seed, but right? But it was formerly Victory Hydro okay. in in Louisville. Right. Right, so former Victory Hydro, Louisville, it all over. and you guys are getting signs made and getting mm-hmm. down and dirty. Yep. So you guys literally like just must have just done this in the last couple of weeks. Or yes, last week. we wow. did. It's amazing. We just took it over, and it uh, it's been amazing because we actually 
<clears throat> they're in a really good spot. There's a lot of home growers in that area, and mm -hmm. they, um, you know, there's a lot of organic home growers in that area. So we're, we brought Shout our, out Dirt Dog. Yeah, Dirt Dog. <laughs> so we brought our stuff in, and, and also Mike Lee and them up there. So and, and there's a lot of guys that were that really, really good growers. So we, you know, we, had, we brought our uh, Buffalo product in the first day, and as we were bringing it in from the truck, people were trying to buy it. We didn't even have it into the register yet. We didn't have it and even checked in at all into the computer system. We were selling it all under miscellaneous items for the first couple of days. We didn't even, we were just selling it, they were buying it. And we, we have a new product that um, is actually probably one of our best sellers already. And it's a $9.99 soilless mix. And it's just cocoa and perlite. And it's all, it's not certified Omri. But everything else we do is Omri in our in our building, so we can't use anything else but Omri through our machines. So people are going to get an Omri product, you know that that was used with all Omri listed ingredients, mm -hmm. and and they're going to get a really super high end uh, soilless mix. Right, that's sick, uh, and it's great that you guys are taking on this whole thing because it was also one of the, you know. Uh, I had fucking Buffalo on here and tried his pro tried the products from the original guys there and was like I, f I felt it but it was also like I felt the disconnect as far as from the industry and being able to get other people to, to, he to did, get it because you so. gotta grow cannabis to talk to people that grow cannabis exactly yeah, you gotta, if I tried you to gotta, sell gotta show pictures of what it did to some giant group. farm that wanted to like how much acre you'd be like I don't know if you're making a yeah. fucking numbers off the top of your what's head what's a hectare yeah, yeah exactly yeah and I but I, it wasn't that I mean it wasn't that they didn't understand growing because they definitely understood growing absolutely but, right. but it was more Yes, they understand agriculture. For yeah, sure. and I think it's frustrating when you come from that world into the cannabis world. For sure, I can't imagine it was nothing. And I uh, always was telling them, like, yeah, I'll definitely help you. And I, you know, and I got, uh, I got Dark Horse to try it, and it didn't like it. And you know, it's just like the classic because everybody That's grows, yeah. you know, everybody grows differently, and it was just like it didn't make sense. But of course, you know, you have to take into account that you guys are willing to uh, understand that it's like okay, it might take this long to get it to that point, but. It's worth it, which is an awesome thing. You gotta be fair with people because. But if you don't tell somebody that, they're gonna be all like, "What the hell?" Yeah. So, have you ever? Um, so, you guys have you used it as far as like, say, in like a f three to five gallon pot, just feeding it regular old food, run like that. And you would be, un in my opinion, you would be unsuccessful with that. With a living soil system, yeah, you, you think of it as a stomach. Yeah. So the larger the stomach, yeah. the, the bigger the healthier plant. Right. So in a three-gallon pot, I would almost think that you would fail. Okay, so you can't. You, yes, you can't. It has to be at least like a 15-gallon or something. Yeah, it's going to get in At least 10. Yeah. I mean, but I would probably go 15. Cause, right. And again, you want to you want to buy a quality pot because you're not turning the soil over. So that right. pot is going to be three or four years old as the time goes by. Sure. And the problem that I've noticed is when you, you know, I do most of this by myself. So when I'm moving these pots, especially these 25-gallons, when yeah. the... Uh, Handle rips, oh, yeah. then you got that hole right there with basically the, the water rhizosphere. runs out. Yeah, yeah. so I'm just saying, like, there's water. little tips and tricks. I think yeah. that people really think they grow through, mm -hmm. and then they're growing and, and for pennies on the dollar compared to synthetics. You know, after that year, I mean, and, right. and we're employing, we're trying to hire people. And at, what about at if they're the what if what about if somebody's already grown synthetic and say they have a huge operation and they're the only way to convert it would be like. We have some companies that are look are talking to us right now. We, I've we actually done that before. That right now, I've already changed. I've already. But they want to change over from a full yeah. synthetic grow into right because they understand like the it's a process. That, so that's the concentrates even a, that's are even a harder process because you're going to have the uh, salts in the soil because you're you got to you got to take like if they have 
300 plants in one gallon pots, let's mm-hmm. say, right? And you have to transplant that into a 10 gallon or a 15 yeah. gallon, let's just say. Yeah. That just, pot, that one gallon is going to have those salts in it still. Yeah. It's going to have those synthetics. Mm-hmm. So if you're trying to plant it into, into a, a fully organic you know, bed or yeah. whatever, yeah. it's going to take a couple cycles for that to change over. Right. You Honestly, know? then you're and spinning your wheels. Too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You just never get into the, what they call the old growth forest is what we're after. Mm-hmm. So ways to speed that up is to go out into nature and get the mycelium that you actually see right, underneath an old IMOs. log. And, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. So there's ways to improve on nature and speed up the process if you are growing in, in, indoors. Mm-hmm. It's just about getting that education. Right. Because and it, you have it to, is hard to grow until you have that full picture. Because then you're like, why would I, why would I grow with microbes? What is that? You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't really make sense at first. So what he's talking about is very important. And, and what we do is, is we focus on this. If we go into a certain area, you have to go around that area and you have to get what's called an IMO, an indigenous microorganisms, mm-hmm. and you collect those. And then you go and you make your cultures and your teas and things with those. So that will, put, that will promote what works at this altitude and yeah, this sure. pressure and this temperatures and the, the cold or the hot, you know, whatever it is. And so they're that hardened they're hardened and they're right. used to this area. Right. So right. They do, they're, they're able to survive, you know, easier. And mm-hmm. so that's what we promote. And so a lot of people, they go out and they buy, and I'm not trying to, to say names here, but they'll go buy something that's made in, in, uh, uh, made in California, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say. So then they bring that back here and they put it in their stuff and they start having these issues with other things going in there and just like going crazy because it's like, whoa, we're at the beach now. Yeah. I got like, I got all kinds of stuff in here I can eat that doesn't eat me back and I'm going to go in there and do all this. And those are the, not the ones that you want. Hmm. And that could cause some anaerobic actions and other things that in that soil when it starts making those really funky smells. Hmm. And that's, that's stuff we're not after. That's what he was saying. There's things that you don't want to feed. And there's things you want to feed. And we are right. trying to promote the healthy things. And that's why we're culturing them in the teas and then putting them into the soil so we can actually get that inoculated in to the, into our you know, living soil. that's a shotgun approach that we're using when we're making the teas, right? Because mm-hmm. you're just adding as many microbes and the diversity, again, is king with that. Right. So in I think big- if some people maybe have lacked uh, success with this, it's really building up the, the, the biodiversity with the different composts mm-hmm. and, and getting everything that was dormant and getting that alive and... Having worms, you know, go through worms your stuff changes the And then another thing that we will, one of the, I think the other, not even interrupt you, but one of the other misconceptions on that level is that, hey, I can use no organics and then I'm going to add in some of these synthetic, you know, right, bloom right, boosters right, right. or whatever that's completely, it. It all oh, and spins it just totally kills all this microbe life in there. But it it the doesn't kill at all. There's some that will survive in like, you know, For chemical sure. uh, mm. environments, right? right? So those things, but it does kill off a lot of things. And that's what people think that they're doing all these great things where actually they really didn't do the great thing for your microbe life but you did add that whatever that was that bloom booster did get into the plant and all mm. of a sudden it did go crazy and you're like wow i just did this great thing yeah you didn't do it for the microbes right no they weren't happy after that yeah yeah so 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 it can work on the plant still the way it would on hydro for instance and not but yeah so the, and that's the thing is people don't get like it's uh same with humans you know it's all about your microbiome and feeding. I mean, it's one of those things. Yeah, your gut. Like he was just saying, just think about like your probiotics and everything. Mm -hmm. You go to the store and eat your yogurt and eat this. Same thing with the plants. If you can give those probiotics like with the Grokashis and the Bokashis, you can add that in there. Well, the funny part is is that when you you really think about it though, most of the time, like, you know, now, now I look at people differently and I say like, oh, 
You see, they're they're giving in to the fucking bad ones because the bad ones are the ones that want your sweets and they want you know. What I mean, there's like there's all good and bad microbiome. In the you. good ones went. Oh, you're talking about in the body. In your yeah, human I'm body, saying, I'm saying. Yeah, and then they and then they're the ones that are like, oh yeah, get us yeah. that. Eat some sugar. Eat some that sugar. Eat some. Yeah. <laughs> and you're all like, oh maybe yeah. I should have some sugar. And you're like, <laughs> you know, and, but then you realize later that it wasn't really what you needed. And then if you start to listen to yourself, you might get the other. You know, like sometimes it's or when you can eat some fruits, some some natural sugars. Yeah, you could have you could have went right. in a better direction for sure. And, and on top of that, like you know, like when you really want iron, and all of a sudden you're like, you're just like, fuck, I need iron. You know, what I mean, your body mm-hmm. will tell you, obviously. And if, if you don't recognize that, even which is a lot of people because they fucked up their whole microbiome, now they don't even know what they like. You right. know? So it's kind of similar to plants in in a sense, but I mean, plants obviously. Uh, it's it's not as easy. Adding as. kefir to my plants is what made me start taking kefir every morning. Yeah, is, is top dressing with that, and then just I'll just leave it at that. Top <laughs> dress with that when you have a living soil that's been going a little bit, right. and then please call the show and let Adam know what happened. And then you drink the, and then yeah, then you they, but that got you going. Ooh. And that's lactose free too. So I mean, it's mm-hmm. uh, it's very easy for the plant to take up. I know Kyle Cushman. Mm-hmm. We could talk a little bit about that where he's talking about how like. The dairy and that kind of stuff, and the yeah. heavier stuff, he likes to keep it real light. Are you familiar with all that? Mm-mm. Oh, all right, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but the but the kefir uh, is is doesn't cause any kind of uh, problem later on. That's what I was saying. If you have an established yeah. soil, yeah, it's and right, that's it's really like, the it's, difference. It's really active. And it's it's right got to be alive and thriving for yeah. that to work. Otherwise, yeah. you're just dumping <laughs> <laughs> yogurt on your <laughs> fancy yogurt on your shit. Do not do it on your yeah. don't do it on your don't do it on but your you can also DWC. Do that. DWC. A little bit of kefir so and then like some uh, price per ounce just went up. Yeah. <laughs> you got to your charge. Some uh, rolled oats, more, yeah. organic rolled oats that would feed the fungal aspect. Well, the thing I love is when, you, when you're getting to that zone where, like, everything that you're feeding the plants, you, like, actually eat yourself. Then, you're, like, yeah. you're fucking, then you know you're at, like, that perfect fucking ability to assimilate every single thing that that thing does because you are, too. So, right. and, and cannabis and, and hemp, yourself. they absorb those kinds of things really well. So the things that you put into your soil, you know, we even... Yeah, you know some of the flavors we use different types of sugars like some date palm some mm-hmm. you know coconut sugars some different beet sugars yeah beet sugars yeah. things that are different than Bananas. just uh than just cane sugar and we get some different flavors and people say how did you get that how's it taste so weird and i'm like yeah i know it's sugar it's may i think that's what it and does it's the microbes that are breaking that down yeah right. they, yeah you're feeding the microbes exactly, feeding the microbes again. exactly. and so at this point it's good because now we're talking about plants we're not talking about you yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but the problem with that's us is, was, yeah. yeah the problem with us is that the sugars that we're taking in are usually we're feeding the yeast which and is they're the made in the lab yeah, yeah, yeah exactly you feed the yeast and then cancer and i feel that comes out at night too right like oh you yeah. want some Skittles late at night for some reason. <laughs> well, that weed, weed helps on that department, I'm sure. Because yeah. I got like a one o'clock guaranteed, like ringing my bell. It's like I could. It's hard. Be, I could not even want it earlier. And then yeah. at exactly one o'clock, if I get to that level, I'm like, oh, that's it. It's time to eat snacks. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll usually give in. I'm terrible. I'm terrible. So, um, I'm the worst. Yeah. No, I don't know about that. That's a, that's a, a mighty hard one to fucking. Uh, Crown. My wife thinks I'm the worst. Yeah, by far. Good. good. Well, at least you're pre- at least you're consistent, right? That's how I look at it. Like I'm, I'm like the day I don't, I'm like, oh shit, what's going on? So um, we're gonna have you guys on the show a lot in the, more in the future. We we talked about this earlier. Thanks, man. And uh, <coughs> yeah, we definitely want to. This is great because so we want you to come to the store or something, and and not the even well, not got, to the rec store or whatever, but to our grocery store uh-huh. and have. 
maybe even like to help us teach a class about you know breeding or genetics and stuff like that so sure. we can kind of teach people about you know when they pop seeds like that i heard him talking about earlier about you know just throwing away the males at some point i take all the males from everybody all my friends and bring them to my house and i get the pollen right and they, yeah. they don't understand that and i just said laugh when they tell them, i tell them i want the male right and so uh but we'd love for people to you know understand that you can't you could can pop 10 seeds you want to try to find the best genetics out of those you don't want to just pop 10 seeds to have the seeds you really look you could i mean you might find the holy grail Hmm. You could find one that has 36% THC and 20% CBDs or, you know, whatever, you know, sure. some crazy numbers. But I'm saying yeah. it could happen, you know. There's going to be that person that does it, and it's the same person that finds the chem dog and the Gorilla Glue and the, yeah. you know, the, the, the cookies. They, those are the guys that found those were the ones that were looking for something special. Yeah. No, it's all com- it all comes you, from you. It, it all, what am I really saying? You. It all no, Look, you it all com- it all comes from the seed. It all comes from the seeds and exactly. we know that. And the cool part about it is what, what, what you know, it's every time you roll the dice, you know, it's like Dungeons and Dragons, right? Oh, uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Like you, you can never get those <laughs> combinations again. Like you throw, you know, I just threw like 20 side and fucking this and you know, like by the time you get all those combinations and write them all down, you couldn't barely ever get that again, you know what I mean? Because you've created such a fucking mishmash between the and with with uh, seeds it's sort of the same thing because you're just like we're talking about a lot of poly hybrids weird fucking back crosses and s1s and just there's some funk out there that's just definitely not been bred at all and then there's a few things that have been bred and then there's a and then at the end of the day probably the ones you'll find the winners will be in the fuck up you know what i mean mm-hmm. because things yeah the ones people throw away the runs from a long the, time the ago, runs you know? that people throw away you know that's, that's the, one. the one. Oh, yeah like, like a lot, a lot of runs a lot of run. well the thing that's funny too is now at least with terpenes and people getting being able to test that and like you might get a runt that has just this incredible terpene profile or something like holy shit this thing's 12% you know whatever and then you're like okay it's worth it right. we'll grow it whereas for the most part, you usually lost it, but I had like the same with it. The sage was the runt of the batch that we ended up with because it just was the only thing that smelled that unique in the whole batch. And it was like sitting that on the... That thing is amazing. And it sat in the worst <laughs> spot. And I had the best one. I had one of the best plants I ever had. Before you even knew we were coming here. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, and it was just like one of those plants that, you know, it was just so unique that we, we kept kind of going back to it and gave it a second chance. And then it was like, oh, okay, actually it grows pretty good once you get in a good spot. It was just in a shitty spot, you know. It was sure. like shitty spot, runt, probably, you know. And some things take a couple rounds to make sense. Do you feel like you've built up a trained eye for those males? Like when you kind of like scan? When you scan males, are, males are tricky in the sense of right. like, you know, you, you just got to like, you just got to try them. There's no other way to know. And you'll be pleasantly surprised so a lot of times as long as it's a very good st- you know it has the right because st- the whole thing is looking at letting the plant fl- flower long enough that you can actually see the structure of the plant properly because a lot of people are fucked because they get they get seeded then they freak out take the male out don't ever even regrow it never mm-hmm. even saw the structure to begin yeah, with take a clone of it and that was what i was that, you know that's if, what if, i started doing if that's doing the case then like, you're kind of shooting in the dark at that point you, mean, you hope it was a good one but yeah. and then if you do keep a male around and you start crossing it with different things then you see patterns real fast you're like okay well this thing produces big fluffy fucking buds but they don't ever seem to get dense or whatever it does you know and you can throw away shit based on that and that's the whole that's the goal is to put like Instead of putting one male to one female, and then checking those things out, you put t- you get ten males and you hit ten different females and you 
of the same plants, clones, and then you fucking check all those against each other because it's just way harder to get the carry. Because the thing about males, too, is that it mostly carries the turp profile, too. So right. you don't really, right. that's a lot of fucking, you're putting a lot of into that plant. And it's not always. I mean, there's some plants you'll get a bit more, but really noticeably, if you got a good male, it usually just dominates on the, that factor. And passes that along. So when when you have the male, which one? When do you find the traits from like the mom and the dad of that? Like, well, how do you see that come out? I mean, I mean, you can reverse it is one thing you can do right out of the gate. Right you know, out of the gate. Just no out. Well, you know, keep it. Keep have cuts of it. Take one of your cuts, reverse the cut, uh-huh. and see if it even has anything unique that to you gets that you, you like. going because yeah. you'll see it in you know you'll see a little female form of it or whatever, and that's. Not a hundred percent because it's not great, you know. But you you can kind of go like, oh, you know, like no. When you get those crazy ones that have like zero resin and fucking, you know, right? You just did, you know, and because it does pass. Stepchild. Yeah. yeah, and and yeah. and it sucks with um. So with males, it's really like, uh, if you make too many seeds and pass them out, you fucking ruin a lot of people's day. So you really want to test everything that you put put out, and that's the pain in the ass slow process of, of breeding in general, just as far as commercially goes. Because you got to grow every cycle out and look at, you know, if you're going for goal, which not many people are going for goal either these days. Yeah. You know, but if you're trying to get to an F4, F5, have a stable plan, make it something really good, it's, there's a whole bunch of garbage along the way that you got to deal with you know what I mean and, that, and then you're talking about just the back crossing that you have to do there that well that would just be if you wanted to create a source a, a stable stable right. line you know but but back crossing is one of those things where it it, it it does it does work to a point but it also amplifies certain problems sometimes. so is that like the Herm, Herman like if, it, if it's tend has the Hermy tendencies does that cause that to you know, a uh, I mean, her, compound or something. I mean, her, yeah. Well, Hermie, anything Hermie, you kind of want to throw out of your fucking mix anyway, if possible. Right, right. But, but then, but again, then you got those hazes though that that's that have the tendency that throw you want to keep or two, that throw a nano or two. Yeah, yeah. Well, anything equatorial is probably. Oh, the equi- That was what we were talking about. That they're earlier. notoriously yeah. hermaphroditic, no right. matter what. Just because they're on that eleven thirteen schedule so much, yeah. there, and then you take them away from that, and then they get. Well, like, were you talking about that plant? You're saying that was a female. That was one branch was a male. Oh, cam dogs. Yeah, it happens sometimes. That happens with just that line because I've never heard. Yeah, I've seen it happen. Uh, I didn't I think know that. He, he didn't say no, so I, I guess he. You know it. what? I had the same thing. I one didn't want to say it, but one but, branch. And you know what? What's like, yours on the very bottom node low, of that branch, low, like way low underneath everything? Low, definitely. Yeah. I kept yeah, I kept couldn't see it. I couldn't find it. And but then when finally we were like, we took this one branch because we saw this weird stuff on the, the, the yeah. buds at the top mm-hmm. and we saw it didn't look right and then yeah. we went down at the bottom and we found and the sacks at the very bottom. And it's weird <laughs> because really it, weird. It's weird because on it doesn't... On one branch. Exactly, one branch and it doesn't do it all and the time. And it's on the low And it low wasn't end. all the time. It was only on this one seed. Yeah, one seed that. that so yeah, there's some some, some bizarre tendencies. There. Yeah, because I mean the thing about hermaphroditism is there's so many different types. You got like the uh, full blown ones that are just like, well, fuck that. Oh yeah, and, that's like, ah. and then you get the ones that are sneaky and they kind of come up underneath. And that's right. those are the ones that are like that's the ones that probably cause the most damage because you never find them. You don't find them. They seed shit. People take those. They take it for granted that it's what it is, and in a way, they're close enough because it's S1 and it's kind of like it's 80 whatever percent you know what I mean it's like it's uh-huh. close enough that you're like okay if I dialed it in but but the hermaphroditic traits are very high you know so it's sure. yeah it's a gamble 
Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it's like Soma fucked me up one time. He gave me a tray of clones, and then there was like uh, this rock bud he had, and it was all hermed out, and it fucking like, but it was exactly those the sneaky ones, and they didn't grow very tall. So the plants only grew about knee high. And the lowest node <laughs> was the one, you know what right. I mean? So I was like, you're going to have to crawl on the ground and fucking find it. Right. And then when we hard, finally, when we hard, because I was like, it was called Rock Bud. So I was like, man, these things are really hard. And then all of a sudden, I was like, oh, shit, they're all fucking fully seated hard. No wonder they're so hard. Because <laughs> <laughs> they started popping out. You're like, oh, yeah, now I know it. A 14 gram little nug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like, okay, well. And the seeds sucked too, which really like, because yeah, they were cracked. Sure. They were the ones that kind of cracked. Just every single seed, just no cracked. Every single one of them, like, was oh. split open before it would even dry. Like, they were yeah. already like weird. No, it was a nightmare. Part of this, part of part of part of the learning curve. There, I was like, Soma, thanks a lot for that. Like, oh wow, man, I've been making it. He was like, he threw down the old. Uh, Oh, how'd you make it do that? <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? Like, how'd you make it do that? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I was like, what magic did you, what magician <laughs> move did you pull been, there, bud? I've been trying to make it do That's that. That's a good answer for a lot of things. He said, I've been trying to make it do that for years, man. <laughs> I was like, well, lo and behold, I had the trick. You had the magic. I had, the, had the magic oh. trick there. <laughs> Um, so what's it with best websites to catch up with you guys? Because we'll probably wrap her up so okay. my kids won't go nuts and sure. stuff. So we uh, buffalo.com uh, is the website. Um, I mean, and then the new one's going to be the buff for the green. What is it? We'll have the green farms, farms feed and seed, and, seed. and we'll nice. have that one. And then we have the green farms co. How how big co. is this? You guys got a big lot or anything like that, or how's your what's your setup like there? How's your um, car lot? How's our car lot? Yeah, it's, it's a down big, in the it's uh, a, it's Springs. A King Supers. Yeah. It's a huge. Oh, uh, you're in a huge of, shopping center. Oh, you're inside a shop. Okay, no. It would be cool if you were standalone, though, because I was going to say. Oh, like, yeah. Which we nice. want to get into a place yeah. where we can have a that full really nice. standalone. Be, we could just go nuts. You can't really be, how you can be blazing there. Well, our goal is if we if we are allowed to get the uh, the spaces next to, to it, we would love to have more like education. <laughs> we could even have. Yeah, well, of course, cool. definitely. What what what, can, what is it again? It's in Boulder. It was called Victory Hydro in Louisville. And Louisville, so yeah. Is it Boulder County? Is it Boulder County? Is it Boulder, or Lafayette? Is it, or probably take it like forty minutes from here. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly. I know the area. I'm just wondering, like, like who's in oh, charge? Because Boulder Boulder's County tough. Out. You don't want to be Boulder. You don't want to try to do a weed. Kind of two weeks. Oh, yeah you, yeah, you know way more of that. Yeah, yeah you're fo- you're all about Boulder. <laughs> well, our stuff's more than. Well, yeah, you know, it's one of those places where you it's the most regged out yeah, spot exactly. in a fucking state. So like, if like that's what Nick and Allison yeah. are nuts about. They were like, dude, you know how hard it is to do shit here. It's like anything you can do anywhere else, you can't do there. You know, what I mean, so it's one of those deals. It's like Colorado Springs is the same way. It's really tough nice. there. Yeah. But I mean, they have very strict. Yeah, grow shops. Uh, it, it's funny though. I went to see. I went and saw Chip the other day, Baker. You know. Oh, Chip. And went to his. Cultivate. We 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 love cultivate. <laughs> and went to his. Please shop. get all our stuff in there, please. <laughs> <laughs> went to his shop, uh, and he had like a little sesh going on over there. And I was like, oh, cool. Here's somebody who's at least, you know, trying to have a trying to like yeah. because at the same time when you're a grow shop, you're not held to the same fucking. You know, right, you don't, you don't, you don't have all the laws. Yeah, so you, in a way, and like you know, do you remember the? Uh, you remember uh, Grow City and all that stuff that was here before? That was like the the I one that remember. that's uh, off of Thirty Eighth there. 
to the right. Do you remember that? The 24-hour one? Do you remember that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, 24-hour one? Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember yeah, okay. that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 20, that's that's oh, yeah. what I was that telling one. them the other day. I was like, you know, when, do, when do growers <laughs> shop? I'm like, I was want, I was going to the 24-hour one shopping in the middle of the night. I, I didn't want to drop down the road. Then all the tweakers would be in there trying to sell some stolen yeah, shit. That's what, what that's what it was a little bit. It was a little bit of a shady idea. And, uh, you know, it was like uh, when I first came to Colorado, I had the same thing. I was like, man, somebody should just open up a used shop. But then you realize that's all you're going to end up with is criminals and tweakers and people desperate. Stole it from their, stole it from their you know, roommate. Partner. Yeah. yeah. Like, Fuck you. Take all this shit. Yeah, it's like, yeah. So I was like, yeah. And apparently you get checked a lot by the cops at those spots. Like they would yeah, come through. It's like through. a pawn shop, I guess, right? Same exact rules as a pawn shop. Exactly. Because you're bringing in all this used stuff and you got to like write down every fucking serial number of every item. And that place was a mess because there was like, there was stuff in that place from every disaster that ever went down. Like, you walked around, it was like a museum of just... I think you could get bugs there. Oh, yeah, that's what easy. I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> Buying used equipment is probably... Especially from usually people that have failed to yeah. it. No, this was literally like... <laughs> well, this. I failed because uh, they were covered with spider webs. I, got a, I had an infestation of spiders. The funny part about that shop, though, is I would walk around just for fun and look at all the shit and I'd be like what like it was like shit taped together and trying to like design like I'm gonna make a CO2 unit out of five cans and some tubes and some baking <laughs> soda you know there's just like failed experiment number one two three four and then it was like crazy cloners every time I went in there like somebody made a homemade there's like a 15 homemade cloners you know and they were all just like oh yeah like, the rubber maids that like rubber apart, rubber maids totally and you're apart. like who is gonna buy like you're all like, pithiumed oh, out you know okay. what I mean yeah exactly and so it was like Disaster. Then you see the next thing, and you'd be like, "What?" And they even had one of those those rotator deals that was like a disaster. Remember those things? Oh yes. Effective Ferris wheel of weed. You're like, no. What, like what was it? Remember the one like the Megatron or what was that one that was that was you it, bought in the this, back of the? Was it? Oh, Phototron. Yeah, Phototron. No, I had Megatron. one. I had a Phototron. So I've already been. <clears> through, I've told this story plenty of times. But yeah, I had this, uh, that was my initiation into growing realistically because I, I only thing I'd grown before that was at once I looked out my window, and I because I was laying there on my bed and I was really high and I was like, you know, I've thrown a fuckload of seeds out the window. I wonder if there's a plant growing out there and I looked out and I was like, dude, there's three. I was like, oh, that's cool and I went downstairs and I was all proud but then there were two males and I think the other one got trashed so I was like, didn't actually do anything to fruition but at that moment I told my mom I'm going to get a phototron so I got one and my friend got one, put them downstairs, got them to the point where I'd been cutting them back because it keeps telling you to cut back. That was his whole thing. It was about cutting them, cutting them, cutting them, making them. Like the pruning. Little, and you couldn't fit the amount of plants because he said put six in there and I put fucking six and I was like, fuck that. And I took out four of them and had two at the end because I was barely fit those in there. And then uh, right when I was about, I think I just flipped them and they just started to show a couple hairs and things were starting to happen and I was like, oh, this is great. This is cool. And then my mom woke me up one morning and she was like, Adam, Adam, your plants are on fire. <laughs> Adam, Adam. And I'm like, what? She's like, your plants are on fire. And I was like, my plants are on fire. And I was like, holy fuck. And I went down and then her, her friend who was sleeping on the couch was like, had a hose and he was putting it out. And I was like, what is going on? Wow. They, they just fucking melted down. They weren't really on fire. And there was no flames, but they had melted to a big blob because they were the most unsafe, designed, stupid thing ever. And so one of those like, major learning curves. I was like, well, could have burned down the entire place pretty much. you know. But there was like smoke coming off of them, and he had put it out, unplugged them. 
they melted together into a big blob. <laughs> <laughs> and I ended up getting two new ones that I sold with my snowboard to somebody at, in 1987. I'm like, I'm out of here. Take my Phototrons <laughs> and, my fucking, and my snowboard. <laughs> and the guy never grew anything in it. I know that for sure. So yeah. they're pretty much... When you get it, it's literally like when you're back in the day when you ever ordered anything on, uh, there was no online. When you ever ordered things from the back of a magazine, it took forever, right? It was like never like now where it's fucking, oh, dude, it's been 10 days. What the fuck? You know, and then it was like months went by. All of a sudden, this box shows up and you're like, what's that? You know what I mean? And it's like, that cannot be the thing that I ordered. It's so small. The box is like tiny. And the guy's like, I'm like, what? Wait a minute. What happened? And it, it was. It, it kind of the way they packed it was pretty smart. So, but you had to build it, you know. So that there was panels, and you were, by the time you built it, it was not tiny, but it was well, it was pretty tiny by today's standards. It was tiny, right? Mm. But it was funny because it was just one of those things where it was like, yeah, I was one of the very first thing was right, like maybe the second year, third year they sold them, you know. The guy would still answer the phone, the owner. Hey, what's going on? Didn't you have to like get it out of a back of some kind of you know, girly magazine or no, something? No, no, it was High Times. It was High, high Times? times? Yeah, no, I High Times. That was they, high, times yeah. high Times, and it was this killer picture. It was like all whoosh, misty. Did you get anxiety when it was like a few days before I was supposed to get there kind of thing? Oh, days, dude. Like, months went by. Months. That, was, that was the problem. My, me and my friend ordered them, and it like, took, like, no, and it's took months. And I just, yeah, I was a kid, so I was like <laughs> every day running down. Phototron. <laughs> yeah. and, and it was funny because the whole idea was when you, every time you cut them, like you would keep those and dry those and smoke it. And it was like, you know, a little tiny fucking green headache. I'd be like, yes, yeah, great. And then my friend oh my and then my friend ordered some seeds from the seed bank and he fucking would, didn't tell any of us. And he, he, all of a sudden he had this Afghan that fucking crushed. And I was like, what? <laughs> he's like, he's like, yeah, I got it off some old lady. It was like a total bullshit story. And now he owns like, like, one of the biggest grocery shops in Rhode Island, so it's kind of funny. I was like, well, at least, you know, he was on the right path. But he basically ordered them from Neville, was being all super, you know, secret squirrel about it, and was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I got it off this old lady or something, and it was just like so fresh and awesome. It's a and terrible like, lie. It was like, wow, <laughs> this is like a, what, amazing. So that kind of oh, yeah. caught hey, my. So we, what about your friend uh, Maz or Maz or what who was Mario? It? Yeah, Mario. He's, he's, that was right. Yeah, yeah, he's a. Uh, now with Nanolux, actually, he just just landed a job with them. So he is uh, he was out in Utah checking out the. It's funny to go to Utah. Anything growing in Utah, you're already like paranoid, right? Utah is a unique <laughs> place. But, but he's uh, putting together with this other. He's working with these other guys who are doing some distribution. So he will have some crossover things happening for sure there because I think the main focus is. Uh, sustainable organic large-scale growing is kind of like the, the, oh, yeah. the goal you know yeah. obviously they'll probably sell everything they can sell but at the end of the day yeah yeah we'll definitely link up he was supposed to he was thinking about coming through this time but apparently uh people are busy you know people are busy mm-hmm. well would have been, would have been extra busy it was a busy sh- it was a busy show so yeah. we're on the wind down right now anyway i can already feel the restlessness i can hear that soon will be the papa Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. For sure. They can only stay. I can only like banish the family to the roof for so long, right? You are banished. <laughs> Do not come down. So was so JJ nice. supposed to come today? Uh, for Top Dog? No, no it's Chem Dog. Oh, Chem Dog was. That's okay. why you're. Saying. Oh, that was what I was confused about. I kept saying. JJ from, from Top Dog is here. Well, we we actually had that confusion settled on the, one of the original shows that we had 
came on. Well, the original show we had him on a long time ago, about 60 years ago, and it was because JJ is D-A-W-G, right? So he's dog, and Cam Dog is D-O-G. And so that's what everybody got, like a lot of people would still call it Cam Dog with... D-A-W-G, so then you know already that it's somewhere off the path. You know what I mean? It's, 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 right. it's sus. At that point, it's suspect. <laughs> You're like, all right, we don't, you don't know the inner code. But it was just funny because with uh, G, it was like... Well, we're from Georgia. We spell our dogs D-A-W-G. Yes. Uh, well, there you go. So you you're, you're, you were ahead of the curve on that one. But J.J. definitely uh, kind of used that one. He used that one to, so that he would not get confused with... Right, right, thing. right. Back in the day. Because everybody had respect, I guess. Yeah, back in the day. Well, that was just, I was like, okay, this is my version of that, which is cool. So that made it, you know, and that, but it, it's also good because now you can actually track it a little bit and see where, where the inroads were made, you know, were made with that part of the family. Kim Dog family. Mm-hmm. It's another dog. Another dog pound. We did, last week we had the fucking dog pound crew guys, and this week we have the dog dog. <laughs> Nothing but dogs on the Adam Dunn show. <laughs> so, uh, all right, we're going to wrap it up. Right. Catch you guys on Thank the flip you so side. Much it was again. awesome having you guys here, and uh, we're gonna, like we already talked about. We'll have you over a whole bunch, and let's get let's get you and guys down to let's get a, you down to my to mom's farm, and you can take for a look. A sponsor, we yeah. want to be a sponsor. Oh, yeah. I will don't. So make we sure need to get something where we papers, can give you stuff and we pen, can do whatever pen, you want. Pen, paper. Yes, I'll, I'll walk you to the ATM with it, and we'll be like, "Give me the give money. Me the- <laughs> 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 give me the money." So, all right, thanks, guys. Um, see you next week. And if you missed the show, well, now it's online, so we don't have to worry about even having to rebroadcast it because not like. Not like the live show didn't happen. It happened. If you were here and you were live, lucky you. If not, listen to it again. See you guys next week. Peace. Thanks. Oh, and now my beautiful wife, Cece, can come downstairs. <laughs> with my, with my channel. Not every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic jackets on the record album. We don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. Why do you to smoke the natural herb? Some call it marijuana. Some call it sensimedia. Some call it lamb's bread. And some people call it... Ganja.